Hey everybody, welcome back to the Imagination Station. It's now time for another movie rewind. I am your host, Eddie Soto, and I'm here like always with Victor Ochoa. Yo. And with Robert Gonzalez. Hello, everybody. How's it going, guys? Doing great. All right, guys. And we also have a special guest with us today, guys. We have Herbert Morales. Thank you guys for having me, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you oh, for, being, for here. being here. Yeah. So, uh, how's it going? Good, man. Blessed. Very nice. nice to be here. So, before we start and get to know you better, um, the way we start the show is uh, we just kind of go over uh, over the table and see what you've seen maybe lately, maybe this past week or something. A movie you know, or a show. A movie, show, something that you, you, you might recommend. Anything you're Netflixing, anything you watched in theaters or anything like that? Yeah. Um, recently in theaters, I watched 1917. Nice. Oh, nice. And then on Netflix, I watched Lawless with nice. uh, seen that Shia before. LaBeouf and Tom Hardy. Oh, Yeah. The it's like, is it like a country? Not yeah. a country, but like a like a cowboy oh, type of. It's about how like their their family uh, were moonshiners. Yeah. Back in the day. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen it, but Shia LaBeouf does sound interesting. Yeah, oh, I heard they got in a fight or something. Like in set. real life? Yeah, like in, they're in filming or something. I heard that too. I heard on a, one of his roundtables. You know how they do like the Hollywood Reporter roundtable. He yeah. said that Shia LaBeouf was like, "Yeah, once you step on set, like you know it's Tom Hardy's set. Like he can just like pull down his pants, and, like piss on a tree, like that's no. his set. Yeah, that's not awesome. saying he did that, but I'm just saying I think that was just like a, a metaphor for saying like you know he's like the boss on set. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember who they said who punch who, but I'm guessing Hardy <laughs> is the one who did the punching. I've heard Shia does have a short temper. Though, yeah, from from what I I don't know from just interviews. I don't know, but I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing it would be Tom Hardy first because his character is like the older brother and he's just like the right. macho guy. And I'm, I would be guessing it would be him. But so, yeah, th- those two movies would be the ones that I recently saw. How do you, do you recommend those? You think? Oh, 1917 for sure. We saw Not it. We, we all loved it. We actually yeah. just did an episode maybe like two episodes ago, three episodes ago. About three or four. Right when the Oscars were happening, we did uh, a special episode on 1917 because it was nominated for the Oscars. Okay. And so I was going to say we all went out, but actually they all went out to go watch it together. I watched it the same day by myself. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but same. it was. I thought it was great. We all just really liked it. Yeah. Just, it, was, it just flows effortlessly how it's just like yeah. I, we obviously we know it's not fully one shot motion but just right. like the way they make it seem like it is right yeah. beautiful and how tremendous the actors had to be to to keep it going keep the flow going yeah they said it would be like eight ten minute takes each Fuck. and really? uh, if you messed up like i don't know if, I don't know if you, you you guys already saw it right? yeah we saw, we saw it spoil anything but yeah uh that la- one of the last scenes where he's just like running and he gets like pushed over and he keeps running and running the director was like it doesn't matter if you get pushed down or like anybody does something out of the ordinary that you rehearse already yeah Keep going, and I guess those two times that he fell, they were not. uh, Yeah, there was some plans. Yeah, yeah, because they had already been rehearsing for I think like six to eight months before that. Yeah, I have a question about that, and I'm kind of excited that you're here because you might be able to fill us in a little bit. But I know that for for movies and stuff like that, especially things like that, there are are rehearsals that happen. Some of these things happen naturally, like when he got pushed down and he had to just get back up and keep going. Mm -hmm. But you know, there are things that when we're talking about like. Those like sports movies, like when you watch a football movie and the plays are happening or whatever, you are in a movie that's coming out soon. I don't want to say it just yet because we're going to say about it, talk about it later. But I want to talk a little bit about rehearsals and stuff like that because I'm sure you rehearsed and, uh, yeah. you know, being a basketball team and all that. Yeah. So we rehearsed for that movie. Wait, hang tight, hang tight. Okay. We're going to talk about it. Well, let's keep going. But okay. I want to talk about that later because I think it's okay. going to be super gotcha. interesting. Okay. We'll get back to that. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, anything you've seen? That I you saw. Recommend? Yeah. I saw Brittany or Brittany. Britney runs a marathon. It's a Amazon Prime movie. It's very unexpected. Like I, I was sort of just going through Amazon, just the new movies that are happening, and I saw like the the trailer for it, and I was like, this seems pretty interesting. It's very like very SNL-y, very like uh, you know like those type of actors, like yeah. kind of fun fun movie that's like laid back. You can watch, not have to think about anything, and um and the actress. I don't know the actress. From what I gather, she used to be like an SNL writer as well. But I thought it was going to be fun, and, and actually it was. It's based on a true story. It's about a girl who like 
is kind of overweight. She goes to the doctor and the doctor's like, dude, you party too much. She lives in New York. He's like, you party too much. Like the nightlife is affecting you. And then um, she, he's like, you need to, you need to do something about it. So she ends up like turning her life like mm-hmm. upside down and she ends up becoming super like fit. And she, I think the actual actor, like the actress who played this character for the film throughout the duration of filming, I think it was four months of filming. She actually lost 40 pounds. She was um, a method for that one. Absolutely. Super method. All right, uh, Victor, what's up with you, man? Anything you see interesting that you, you yeah. should, we should check out? Yeah, you, actually, you guys should check out uh, Netflix uh, Hentified. Oh, yeah, oh, you mentioned yeah. that. I love that show, man. Is it Hentif- Hentified? Or- Hent- like I said, a gentrified is yeah. Hentified. Oh, I it's get it dope. now. I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. I saw the on Netflix and I was like, isn't it gentrified? But I'm an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. That's the joke. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty cool because it's, uh, it's, it's, um, it's also based on, and I hate to say this, but a lot of these movies are, are usually like East L.A. based. And this one is also as well. But the cool thing is that they are, they're very Spanglish, something near to the way we talk. Right. And you know how we talk, Bobby. Like, Absolutely. And they, they they portray it pretty good. And one of the directors that I think the uh, third episode was directed by America, America Ferreira. Yeah. She's a producer too, right? Yeah, she's a producer. Yeah. She directed it. But oh, nice. But she's not the main one. She's It's another guy. I forgot his name on top of my head. Limas? Limas? I forgot. Is it the guy that was on Narcos too? Ah, shit. Oh, remember. the older man? No, no, no. He's a young Latino guy. Oh, never mind. Yeah. But anyways, it's a good show. I recommend it. What about you, Eddie? Um, Star Trek. I started watching Star Trek The Next Generation again. What? I went back to episode one of season one. Because I was watching the Picard thing I was telling you guys. Yeah. And I was so disappointed with that. Like, it's just <laughs> sad, dude. It's not even... It doesn't even feel like Star Trek. I don't know if you've heard about the Picard show. I don't know if you're a Star Trek fan. That's what I was going to say, dude. I've never watched it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine, dude. I get it. I get it, dude. I'm a big old Star Trek nerd, and I I me quedo like that um that want to see Star Trek because I was watching that I was excited about the Picard, but it, it just so so disappointing that I go you know what I got the original I'm just gonna go back and restart it so I just watched a couple episodes of that and you know what they're great nice. little stories in space right right yeah freaking awesome so guys that was the well, I guess that's what we saw over the week <laughs> <laughs> that's a little recap I guess uh, that's what uh, we recommend check them out guys if you guys have time to hear them um, to see them okay guys so it's not time for uh, Victor's favorite part of the show oh yeah uh, which is cash or trailer trash cash cash, cash or trailer, trailer trash, 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 trash trash girl cash. Did, did I say that yeah right? I know <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you for having <laughs> I did. I did tell them that we make these like they're not rehearsed. These songs are not rehearsed. They, they're, they're As really they shouldn't just, be. That's cool. What you call me? They're not songs. Probably you said. Yeah, we all email each other. You're not gonna go to the Latin Latin AMAs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's but, no copyright claim. You know what's really sad is that last time I was here, uh, as when we did it, I got to record it. Yeah. And my stupid ass had my finger. On the microphone, so we didn't. I didn't. We can hear shit. Oh, so it's clearly trailer uh, trash. Then. It was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sadly, yeah, one day we're gonna bring in with like musical notes written down <laughs> yeah. on sheet paper, music, you know, sheets <laughs> we have and to stuff. Follow it. <laughs> yeah, come on, guys, fucking orchestra. Get on it. We just gotta make it, Betty. We'll yeah. call John Williams to do a fucking. Yeah, John Williams. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, guys. So the movie that we, not movie, but trailer that we saw for the movie uh, was Candyman. Uh, basically, I, I don't know if it's a reboot or a continuation, or right. most likely it might be a reboot. I couldn't really tell from the from the actual trailer because I didn't see anybody from the original movie. Right? Because right. we didn't we didn't see the Candyman guy. Had he come out, maybe we 
But even then, it right. could have been a reboot. Was that his voice though? When he like, yeah, I heard like a creepy voice towards the end. Yeah, I think you know, said, I'm the Candyman. Sounds like him, but right. I don't remember. It could not be. Yeah, it might not be him. So it's basically about a guy. You say his name five times, and is it five times or ten times? Five wow. times. Five times. Five well, times. they said five times on the thing. Uh, I know my math. And bees come around. Something about honey and a hook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Herbert, Eddie simplifies it so much. <laughs> You're the guest. What What are your thoughts? Um. What was it? Ca- cash, right? Or trailer? Cash, cash or trailer trash? Yeah, I'll say cash. Just, just the fact us off of the fact that Jordan Peele is involved in it. I, mm-hmm, recently, right. his last two movies that he's dropped are just like pure gold. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a cash for me for sure. I'm not really too familiar with the original one. Right. I've never seen the original one, but just from this, it's cash for me. All right. Um, Bobby? I would give it cash as well. Uh, because I did see the 1992 uh, version, and I I li- did like that one. I was very young for it, I remember, but I I've always been into scary movies, right. and this is one of the that was one of the scary movies that I remember that really like freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> where I was hiding behind the sofa behind my brothers as they're watching it, and I really want this to do this to me again as an adult. Right. So, uh, so maybe I'll hide behind like people like in while they're sitting or something. <laughs> <laughs> there you uh, go. So yeah, I mean, I don't know much about the movie. The trailer was like typical scary trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with uh, Jordan Peele. I think you know he's he's does good stuff, and this is probably the first thing he is probably remaking. I think everything else has been original. like uh, original, original, yeah. Mm-hmm. And his original stuff is great. So we'll see how this turns out. Yeah, and he he won the Oscar right for writing for um, the first one he did. What was it? Uh, Get out. Get yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vic. Okay, guys, I have a mixed feelings about this one. Um, <laughs> I really do. Um, something about the Candyman, even the old version, uh, it reminds me of La Llorona. So what the fuck do I want to see the fake version of Llorona? I'd rather watch La Llorona. <laughs> it's a different story. No, I understand, but it just just reminded me of that. But the trailer was fucking, was fucking awesome. So, yeah. And I like Jordan Peele stuff, so I'm, like, I'm most likely going to see it. It, uh, it was very flashy, the way I like my trailers to be. Yeah. Very flashy. So I'm going <laughs> to give it cash. Okay. You like your trailers like you like your women. Trashy. Trashy. Oh, flashy. Or, or, ca- or cash. both. <laughs> we don't judge here on this podcast. I meant flashy, not trashy. <laughs> no, no. You stay away. I'm an idiot. I'm, 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 cashy. I'm telling you, one glass of champagne, this is what I'm doing. Right. Well, there you go. Get, get another one. I'm going to be Just single by up. next week. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got we had to celebrate. She's not listening, right? She will. <laughs> Oops. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> Remember when you had a girlfriend? <laughs> I don't know by the time it airs. <laughs> so anyway, guys, uh, I'm also gonna give it cash. Now here's the thing: I am not a horror film guy. Everybody who knows me knows that I have a very low tolerance yeah, for I'm horror surprised. films. But the difference between this one and the original, from what the other one seemed very campy, very like over the top, trying to scare you kind of bullshit. This one seemed really smart. It had like people who like. You know, you, you never have that one person which when that girl's like, don't say it. And I thought that was really funny and cool because usually people are in movies, these kind of movies, are they're designed to do it. Yeah. Well, not no to one, shade on anybody, but this is a black writer. He's not writing super shit. Like, he's not writing about the white girl that's like, oh, my God, we should go over there. There's yeah. sound. <laughs> yeah. No, like, this is somebody who's like, I'm going to be smart about it. I heard I, a chainsaw on that. Let me go over there. Well, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> but if you see the trailer, the first thing you see are yeah. all the white girls well, you need in front of the mirror. Well, you sure need that to have guys go and watch it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, but I'm saying they, were, they, they did write them in there. And I don't want to sound mean, but they, they, they look slutty. And usually in the 80s, <laughs> those 80 horror movies, what do they do? Slut, slut. Yeah, no, white girls. Well, Good. his last movie too. They, they had they incorporated white. What was his last movie? Um, not get us. Out. Us. 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 I actually have not seen us, but it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I feel like I'm gonna be scared. 
Nah. You see, that's that's the thing. I don't like scary movies, but this movie doesn't look scary to me. It looks kind of smart mystery thriller kind of movie. Okay. It doesn't look like a straight out like just um you know just for the scaring you just for the sake of scaring you right. where like you know like those uh, what do you call those um scare shocks or whatever they call them. Oh yes. yeah, the suspense. Like. So, where people just all of a sudden pop out and scream. Yeah, like, you know, like the suspense. Like the uh, those movies that have like the the Final Destiny stuff. Yeah, they just screaming ah for no reason. Like they pop out of the Doesn't closet. Doesn't make sense and, why they and it's like nobody. It's just the neighbor. Yeah. Oh, I was just walking the dog. <laughs> right. Oh, you scared me. <laughs> but it scared the shit out of the audience, you know. Yeah. And this one does seem like it's kind of more like uh, like a little bit smarter tone. Like I was there's saying, subs- there's substance to the to the fear. Yeah. To the fear factor. And like you guys said, Jordan Peele. I mean, I got a lot of respect for that guy. Also, the his work has been good. I love him from the Key and Peele show to from that TV. Well, even then, but I mean, Key and Peele, where they really had these little fucking masterpieces of little episodes of of comedy and right. and film. They look like mini films. Yeah. But all right, guys. So that was Casual Trailer Trash. It was a, f- a complete four uh, caches today. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's a rare so one. Means we, we have to go see it. So we're all paying our own. We're, we're, we're going to pay our own ticket, right? We're going to pay. All right, guys, so now it is now time for one of our new segments here. It's called Five Under Five. Um, go ahead, Robert, take it away. All right, Five Under Five. So just to remind people uh, about this, Five Under Five is five questions under five minutes. So basically, we're going to ask you five questions. Uh, you don't know what they are. Nobody knows what they are. Actually, I think I'm the only person that knows what they are. They could be really easy questions like McDonald's or Burger King, and you just have to answer. Give us a little why, maybe. Um, or they could be really hard, like... Um, My penis. How big is your penis? <laughs> yeah, how big is your penis? Bust out the ruler. No. <laughs> wow. And then we all just start measuring, and then... No, I didn't say long. <laughs> there you go. How thick? <laughs> no rulers, please. Dirty. <laughs> I'm sorry about it. No, it's totally fine. This is perfect. Question number one. What inspired you to be an actor? My dad. So my dad, I started acting two years ago. And um, I'm originally from Norwalk, California. and But when I was 10, we moved to Victorville, which is about an hour and a half away from L.A., and he one day we were just watching Transformers and he was like, dude, like you're really good at like impersonating people like are your Theos and Diaz and like getting their mannerisms down and like being the center of attention. He was like, why don't you just try acting? And I was just like, what do you mean? Act, try acting. I thought you had to be born into it. Like you had to be like acting royalty. Or something. <laughs> yeah. And he was just like, man, just bust out your laptop and, and let's check out some acting classes. And I was like, all right. And then I just looked up, you know, some voiceover classes. And then, you know, after like reviewing a few of them. I saw I saw one of them that caught my eye and I just booked it and then we started the next week and it was just for a month and then after that I caught like the quote unquote acting bug <laughs> nice. and then after that I just got um, acting classes to be like on on camera and yeah that's awesome my dad. that's really cool that's cool man. Yeah. not very typical for Latino dad right but it's amazing exactly that that's what I was saying too typical Latino dad would be like yeah go get a job at the yeah. <laughs> you know, construction site or my foreman has school. an opening yeah like <laughs> what, why you would be an actor like yeah, there's no money school, in that yeah. like, you gotta you, you know, gotta go struggle build, go build a fence yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome possum question number two what are some of the obstacles you've had to overcome so far in life or acting in acting I feel like getting okay with rejection um, I didn't, like I said, I was just so naive to this process. I thought, okay, you go from being an extra to getting one line in, in a show or a little movie or a music video and then just work your way up. But it's like not like that. I thought it was just like, as soon as you go down, you're going to go up, 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 up. But it's like a, the complete opposite. It's like a, a roller coaster. You're going <laughs> up, you're going down, you're down all the way, and then yeah. you go a little bit up. So just getting good with rejection and 
not just getting like my body, my physical right, my spiritual right and emotional right, but most importantly getting my mental right, being able to handle that rejection that comes, you know, multiple times a day out of maybe 10 auditions. You might not even book one or you might book one or you might book a couple, but just getting okay with rejection and not taking it personal you know okay. it's a lot of the times it's not you're it's not you they right. might you're just not right for what they're looking for or right. casting directors they know what's going to happen further down for a for a show or for the movie so you might not fit what the the timeline is going for right so just getting okay with rejection getting my mental right yeah you know, i got a lot of into um like visualization and meditation so that's been helping me a lot so overcome rejection nice that's amazing and it's amazing that you found something that helps you through that yeah because it's it's a never-ending story exactly it's never you you can be five years old starting in the industry and you will get a no 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 for the next like 15 auditions you're right totally right yeah question number three what would your ideal role be the classic jock. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, no. um, <laughs> I kind of have two answers to this question. So I feel like my like a dream role would be like voiceover and a, a, for a Disney or Pixar or DreamWorks film. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because cool. that's that's why I wanted to do acting to be in voiceover, and then I just kind of just detoured to the other another uh, direction. But yeah. Uh, for Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, I have that on my vision board. Like, I will book a Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar rule one day. That's cool. Um, that or I, I, I just don't want to limit myself. I just want to be an all-around. Like, I want to be able to do a drama, a comedy, a dramedy, a, a love story, a, a motivational story. Just work that is able to motivate and inspire people, not just people, but Hispanics as well, just saying, dang, if he did it, I can do it as well. Like, I know it took a lot of hard work, but he's Hispanic. He's, he's Latino. If he can do it, I can do it. Absolutely. So question number four. Who's your favorite actor? Jim Carrey. Awesome. Jim Carrey. Like I, I'm set, like I feel like everything is like like I was saying before. I was like manifesting and speaking itself to existence. I met Jim Carrey when I was three. Whoa. My uncle he has his uh, he's had a restaurant in Baldwin Park called La Fogata Restaurant, and um, right across the street from the In-N-Out headquarters. And my parents said that in '99. He just got done doing stand up, but he was still dressed up as Ace Ventura with his big old hair and like his <laughs> nice. like yeah his big old shirts. And my mom said that he was just like a, at a at a table by himself eating, and he just had like a bunch of like popotes, like straws, just like <laughs> just like doing like some random shit. Yeah. And my dad just like walked over him, walked over to him. And he's like, "Hey, can my son have a have an autograph?" He was like, "Yeah, sure." And he was like, "What's his name?" He's like Herbert, and he signed it. Herbert, I think it was like eleven twenty seven ninety nine. I think Whoa. the date was. And then just like. I just had my parents just played like Ace Ventura Pet Detective and then Ace Ventura when uh, Nature Calls and just like all his like movies and I kind of just relate to him like just how like weird he is like how quirky he is and then just now with like Netflix like his documentary that came out and like Uh how he did everything like Oh, I just, I'm I'm in love with that dude that was a really interesting um, documentary the one about Andy Kaufman right yeah yeah Yeah, it was great I I mean I couldn't believe how deep he went did you see it how deep he got into that I mean like wow all the roles like he like literally uh nitpicked at the wrestler and then like how when he had uh right. cancer and like he really went into right. the role super method was, well yeah. and then behind the scene the documentary they actually hated him mm-hmm. they started to hate jim carrey yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're doing, what was it Milos foreman the director right he was like kind of having to like super patient with him yeah. <laughs> you know super you could patient. see like oh but when and then when andy's parents actually walked on set jim carrey went up as andy to his dad and he was like hi dad and like his andy's dad started crying because he was like right. this is andy like, oh wow! This right. is my son. It's it's yeah. It was a great documentary for sure. Um, but yeah, Jim here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, numero cinco. Question number five. Marvel or DC? Oh, I oh, thought it was gonna be hard. Oh. I don't know how to top that last answer. That last answer was amazing. But Marvel or DC? 
That's hard, man, because I grew up on on, My, on Michael Keaton's Batman and uh, oh, nice. Jack, Jack Nicholson's Joker. Yeah, it's nice. And then I also grew up on Spider Man, Tobey Maguire. Who's your Spider Man? Um, the most I, recent, uh, the recent Tom one, Holland. Tom Holland. Oh, yeah. Look, I was around when, when <laughs> Maguire was there, yeah. but you know, to me, uh, Holland seems like more of a Spider Man from, from the, the comics. Book, from right? the comics, yeah. Yeah. And gra granted, I've never, I've never been like a comic book guy. So, but that's just what I keep hearing that Tom yeah. Holland is more of, of the comic book. But he's Marvel, a kid. Marvel, 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 Marvel. Yeah. Oh, that was it. I look at him. He just threw it in there like we weren't gonna notice. No, I get it. I mean, yeah. if you look at the Marvel movies now, I mean, that's yeah. rough. Yeah. yeah, you were just yeah. some. You you just acted with someone who just was a DC superhero. That's fucked yeah. up. I'm good with that. That's yeah. fucked up. Uh, yeah, Marvel. But like it just like I said, it just brings me <laughs> back to when I was a kid because I used to have like the Spider Man cover sheets when I was a kid, <laughs> like the, the Spider Man action figures. Eddie still does, right? You know, <laughs> you know, you know what? It's tough now. How do you ask this question ten years ago? I'm DC. Yeah, of course. But now, but True. I feel like Marvel. It's cool because like I, every time I go see a Marvel film, I, you, as soon as it, the the credits come on, you see everybody leave, and I'm just like, no, you gotta wait until they come after the credits yeah. end because. Right. Uh, it's always something. That's and they gonna... really kept you there till the fucking end, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's tradition, dude. And it's not like they have like 10 people working on the movie. They have like 3 million <laughs> people working on the movie. So you have to wait there for like a cool 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the first, first, uh, is it company or story that- Franchise? Franchise? Franchise. Thank you. That really pushes that character driven- Right. And it takes a couple of movies for you to really grow on you and, and have you love these characters. It's, because I ain't going to lie. I didn't like, okay, it's not that I didn't like it. But Iron Man, it took me a while to actually be like, oh, fuck, I can't wait to see it. Right. It was yeah. one of those things. But by the fourth Iron Man or wherever he was in on the fourth movie he was in, yeah. I couldn't fucking wait. I didn't right. care about the trailer. I didn't care about the story. He showed up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it. Yeah. But honestly, yeah. guys, it goes back to what, what Herbert was saying is that Disney just like plans it out. It takes like, you were saying it. Herbert, that uh, for animation it takes like two years and, you know, they have the animation. This is Disney, right? Or five years. Five, yeah. I mean, Disney with anything. I used to work for the company a long time ago. And I remember they were planning shit out for five, the next 10 years. And I was like, are you kidding me? I remember I would ask my boss, like, are you kidding me? This isn't coming out till, you know, this year. And she 2020? Was like, yeah, 20 right. Exactly. <laughs> and so this is what happened with the Marvel franchise is that they already, even though um, the first movie for that franchise was iron man and it was it wasn't even owned by by disney, disney yet. yeah right. uh, but they already knew there were already contracts being drafted for them to own it so they needed to have a plan of what the fuck we're going to do for the next 5 10 15 years the roadmap. And look at them now yeah absolutely and that's why you have phase one phase two phase three because yeah. they had this shit planned out from the get-go and i feel like with the marvel movies i feel like you get a chance to get so invested into the characters. It's like a TV show kind of. Yeah. Like if it's a TV show that's been on for two, three seasons, you, you're like, you feel like you know the character or you like, right. you know them as a person. So yeah. I feel like with Marvel films, like you feel like you know them already because you've been watching them for years, years and years. Right. Awesome. Well, there it is, guys. Five under five with yeah, Herbert right. Morales. No, thank you for that, for sharing that. That was really nice, man. Yeah. All right, guys. So um, now it's time for the movie of the week or the day. Dun, dun, dun. The movie that our guest picked today. You picked... um. Ace Ventura. Uh, yeah, Ace Ventura. <laughs> when, when, when Nature Calls. I was trying to remember which one, Pet Detective, when Nature, when Nature Calls, but when Nature Calls. Um, I'm not going to uh, lie. When I was sending out the, the email, the confirmation email, mm -hmm. you know how there's a picture of the, like the photo of the movie? Yeah. It was Pet Detective. And then I was like, oh my God. Like I was about to send it and I was rereading everything I wrote. Yeah. And I was like, it would have been fine. That one too is like, well, <laughs> yeah. But, but then I was like, wait, wait. So I had to go back to your message of the movie you chose. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, 
did he say the first one or the second one? Because we go off by that. We go off by like what yeah. you chose. So had you guys seen the first one, it would have been like, oh, yeah. sorry, guys. I hate yeah. to say this, but the first one made me a fan of Jim Carrey. The Bet, first really? Why do you hate to say that? No, it's not that I hate because he's he was around already. Right, he was. Yeah, and to me, he was like in living, funny. In living color. Right, living he color. was funny, but. That movie, fucking, I'm like, that guy's fucking a genius, man. I Especially when he plays that. And I'm going to spoil it. I don't give a shit. I don't know if there's spoilers right here or not. There's a part where he plays. It, it, it came like out like 25 years ago. <laughs> that's <what I'm> <laughs> that's, the, that's the running joke because I go, I'm going to spoil it. <laughs> for who? <laughs> for the little for the, thir- for the 13-year-old that Thank has you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, for the 12-year-old that, that didn't that, see it. That yeah. fucking scene, dude. He, he's, he's, uh, he's pretending to be psycho. And he's wearing a tutu and shit. Pet detective. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pet detective. Where he he's like, boom for the Yeah, he goes... Coach, I can go in, and he goes. Yeah, and he goes. Let me show that an instant replay. There's a little bit of that in this one too. Yeah, there yeah. is. Where that he's shit like, was funny as shit. That's yeah, where you did this. That's where you did that. That's what, and then he's like, <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, great stuff, man. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> when nature calls, that was your choice. Basically, it's Jim Carrey being a pet detective, right. and he has a mystery to solve. From where the, the bat went. Yeah. yeah. Secret from, white. Yeah. From the Wachutu. The from white. the Wachutu tribe. Wachikaka. Wachikaka. Chicago. So you're the guest. You could start. Tell us what it is about this movie you love so much. I know. What the fuck did you pick this one? Yeah, bring us bring us through this whole Because going back to In Living Color, my dad used to always play. I'm 24. I just turned 24, but my dad always used to play In Living Color, like reruns of it, back when I was still in Norwalk. How old is your dad? I'm sorry. I was about to ask that, but I don't know if it was like a legit question. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> uh, uh, damn, fifty-three. Okay, so he's a little bit older than us. But did you say older. damn? That's young. No, That's no, no, because I'm no, because I didn't want to forget. Because he his birthday was just in December. I don't know if he was. Oh, happy birthday, days. Dad! Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like I fell in love with like the Jim Carrey skits that he used to do in the Living Color. Like my favorite one is like that Vanilla Ice one he did. Oh, I remember oh. that one. <laughs> or the or the. The one he played like the girl, the the trainer, the oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> with the little pigtails. Yeah, he's like, hi guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the fire marshal. Yeah, all I'm those dudes. So then like. when my dad showed me Ace Ventura first, the pet detective, and then when Nature Calls, dude, I just fell in love with both of them, especially Ace, uh, when Nature Calls, because just like all those like little things, like we're just like, Waka-ka! and it's just like <laughs> right. he's just so funny, like out of the box, like you would not expect like a normal human being to come up with the shit that he does, right. like talking out of his ass, like <laughs> like coming out of a rhino's ass too, like what the fuck, like like all that <clears throat> that rhino scene. I was thinking uh, on the way over, I'm porn. Like, I was thinking, no, <laughs> no. He's like my favorite rhino porn. No. <laughs> rhino, that's bestiality, bro. You can't do that. You no, do I that. was thinking, how do you come up with that? Who says he's going to be in a mechanical <clears throat> fucking rhino? It's going to get hot and it's going to break down and he's going to come yeah. out of a hole where the ass would be. And I'm sorry, a, but like I, I can tell you who, though. I can t- I'm sorry. I can tell you who. The, the director. <laughs> yeah, Steve Oder. He, yeah. he wrote it. Yeah, Steve Oder. Because I didn't know they were best friends or they are best friends. But right. that's why. Because the, the first director from Pet Detective isn't to say isn't Steve from it's uh, not. When Did Your Calls. By the way, it was a rhetorical question. Oh, oh, I hate rhetorical questions. Like, like seriously, like the the, the the imagination you need for to plan this out, like, and it, and it just builds. It's hot. It's right. already funny because it's hot in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get out of his underwear. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> and it's so fucking, wet. That was that fucking gross. Hilarious. That is already funny. Yeah. Right. And then they kill it with the fucking finger coming out of the <laughs> fucking line of eyes. Wait, no, they kill it with the, the family. The family that gets there, the, and the, he's the, already in it. The yeah. mom is just like. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the little girl, mommy. <laughs> like, what the fuck? He's like, let's go back in the truck. They like, just build and build and build oh, on man, that yeah. thing. Yeah. You the, know what I mean? The thing, too, is like, how do you go from like driving like 80 miles an hour and then park doing flips and then <laughs> land perfectly in the parking spot? Like, that, like little things like that. I'm wait, wait, like, wait. He's like, like a glove. He's like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a glove. <laughs> Yes. I love that. No, yeah, I like the part when they're they're on the road and he's moving around and shaking. <laughs> the road <is> fucking perfect. <laughs> Wait, where they're on the big monster truck? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, the little when they first bring when they're the first Jeep? bringing them the Jeep when he, when oh, he first gets to, to, to Africa to... or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm and not gonna lie. I probably did that same thing until I was like 23, 24. Yeah. In my own car, <laughs> and I was just like riding around like that, like a crazy person. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, dude, that that whole movie. Ugh. I love that guy. It's nonsense. No, no the part in there inside the party. Do you know who I am? The Monopoly Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then just the funny way he just like carries him on there his back. Oh, yeah, because he's like, oh. Yeah, and then his, oh, his, his, his date is just like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> like carrying like champagne. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, thank you for the free parking. <laughs> Remind me of like the peanut, the peanut, uh, the, the character peanut? of the like the peanut, the the salted peanuts. Right. What's the character? Oh, the the, the la- yeah, planters peanuts. Peanut. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It reminded the, me of that guy. He looked yeah. more like that in the Monopoly guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That they're just so, like from the beginning. I think the beginning when he's like going up on top of the across the the mountains with the skunk. I mean the. The raccoon. The raccoon. raccoon. I think that was a bite from Cliffhanger. Yeah, Yeah, Cliffhanger. With uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Right. Yeah, from that. I just read that the other day and I was like, damn, I didn't even. I thought that was like. Have you ever seen. So you never seen that movie? Mm -mm. Yeah. It literally is the exact same thing. That scene is the exact same thing. But it's not a raccoon. It's a person. Yeah, it's a person. (laughs) person. Not a raccoon. Yeah, yeah. that that scene is what I'm talking about. And then just like when he. My favorite, I do this and it just like drives everybody that know crazy (laughs) is when he goes and he's like, like meditating and he's trying to go back to the old temple. Of uh, when he was in the mountains, he's like, right then. And then he just keeps going and going and going. That's my favorite shit to do, dude. And it just, I love it because it, it annoys, it pisses the shit out of people. And then scares yeah. the shit out of that guy. Because it's yeah. fucking annoying, but it's hilarious. You know, going back to the beginning of the movie real quick. Um, <clears throat> It looks so real because it did not look like CGI. It did not look like green screen for back for back then. Then right, right. when when he's going, the camera goes closer and because the camera starts really far away, mm-hmm. and it gets closer and closer and closer. And he turns around and it's him yeah. hanging from the mountain. You know, I was almost wondering, did they get him up there? No, That's green screen. No, that was green screen. That's green screen. He ain't Jackie Chan, dude. He's Jim Carrey. That, that yeah. was just like, cause it looked like. I mean, the I, camera looked. I guarantee far. you, he's like three feet off the ground. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I, I was like, damn, that's pretty There's good. There's definitely some green screen involved, but. But when I was a, a little kid watching the movie, I was, I, I cried in that scene when he, when the, <laughs> the, the little, raccoon? yeah, with the raccoon, when it, when it was coming <laughs> off of him, I was like, no, get him, get him, dude. It still kind of gets me to the end. I'm, it's really sad. You know what though? Old. The ridiculousness of it, because that shit can hold me. Those fucking hook things, the hooks, they're yeah. made like to hold, you know, a, a little, a fucking raccoon. raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. The fucking hooks were probably heavier than the raccoon. Yeah, and what's cool to see is that the guard that blew up, uh, he blew up after, after not after that movie, but now seeing him down the road, he played uh, in, like, Get Rich or Die Trying. Who, again? <clears throat> the raccoon? No, 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 the guard. Oh, <laughs> 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 raccoon and Get Rich or Die Trying. He came out an elf. He, he ended up in Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. I saw him an elf. It's going to bother me. Um... Yeah, like a bunch of those people like went off to do like big things after that. Let me see. And I didn't even know he was uh oh this guy out of out of Wally Akinoye. 
Oh, the guard guy? Yeah, the serious guard oh, okay, guy. Yeah, yeah. After that, and then like growing up, I was like, wait, that's the guy from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool movie, man. No, there's a scene. The scene, one of my favorite scenes is when they're the Wachita tribe uh, master or leader. He spits at his face. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> and he goes, and his nephew spits at him back. He also spits at him. He goes, he goes, that's a good sign of they like you, right? Yeah. Aren't I the popular? <laughs> <laughs> No, and then he does a loogie. They come out with. He does a loogie. I love it because I didn't expect him to say that when he goes. Aren't I the popular one? <laughs> but the guy that he fought was actually in, on SNL with them too. Oh, uh, Tommy, that's right. Yeah. Tommy Davidson. Yeah, yeah. 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 On, that's right. on um, Living Color. Living I mean, color, in Living Color. color yeah. 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 What did you what say? I say? SNL. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah, close enough. Same shit. Well, he auditioned, but he just didn't get it. Yeah, I heard about that. His audition. Have you seen? How do you not? I haven't seen it, but how do you oh. not get Jim Carrey? Dude, his audition had me crack. But I right. feel like it's because it's like a certain humor that you have to get. Yeah. But people right. were cracking up in his audition. Yeah, right. it's he, crazy. He's funnier than a lot of people that have been through SNL. Oh yep. my gosh. So yeah. I mean, probably, yes. probably half. Especially nowadays. Yeah, but you know, in, what I'm, I'm not trying to defend the SNL uh, casting. Maybe they, they look at different humors. It doesn't necessarily have to be the, the most fucking funniest thing. It has to flow with the characters. It has to flow different. Because yeah. there's certain characters now that I see in the show, and you're like, what the fuck? Why are they yeah. there? Well, I mean, when you see him as a guest in SNL, he fucking knocks it out. Yeah. Right. Well, he's like, rarely been a guest on it, too. It's crazy. Who? Jim has rarely been a guest in SNL. I think he only yeah. did maybe two tops. If that, yeah. yeah. But I think like it all goes back to like what the, everybody's humor has to mesh well. Like Pete Davidson's humor, right. like it's very dry humor, but yes. it's funny. Right. And a lot of people might not like it or get it, but right. I, I love it. I love it. Honestly, I do not like Pete. What? I don't like him at all. Oh here's, here's the thing. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I feel like I'm, a lot of people are going to hate me for this. But here's the thing. There's this uh, like thing I saw just recently uh, on YouTube where RuPaul was just like a host not too long ago, mm-hmm. and they did this whole bit where Elizabeth Warren and all that. No, the one who's like we need like RuPaul's like we need a new drag superstar, oh, oh, and she goes, that. "What's your name?" He goes, "Uh, Chad." Yeah, yeah. and he's like, "You're gonna be the new superstar." He's like, "Okay, okay, okay, yeah." Ah, <laughs> uh, I thought that was so funny. I'm like, I hate Pete, but I love no, but that's, that he did that. That's the bit he did with J Lo too. I don't know if you saw it. No, J Lo was like, uh, it was right before the Super Bowl, and right. she she was performing in the SNL for yeah. the Super, like perform for Super Bowl, and like she's J Lo. She's like this hot chick, yeah. and then like she just sees Pete, and she's like falls in love with Pete. He's like, okay. He's like, yeah. oh, so that's the character he does. Yeah, yeah. It's a, oh, it's I didn't a, know that. Yeah, she's like, she's like I, I, along those lines, I'm, I might be sugarcoating it, but she's like, Pete, I want to go make out with you. She's like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, it's just like, I can tell you anything. He's already naked. They cut to him. He's, <laughs> yeah. already, he's already to have sex with her. And then Alex Rodriguez comes in and he says a oh, line shit. and then Pete just says something. And they're like, it's just, yeah. it's funny. That's funny. Yeah, that's All right. Funny. And we like Pete a little bit. How do we leave? Uh, we're talking about SNL because of Jim Carrey. Oh, guys, being, yeah. um, Wait, when was the first time you guys saw that movie? Which one? Uh, when Angel Calls. I actually saw it in the theater when it actually came out. I saw it on video. Or Yeah, yeah. video. No, I, I saw it in the theater and I couldn't stop fucking laughing. Dude. Yeah, but I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I thought the movie was funny. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of both of them, part one and part two. But the, to me, the Jim Carrey that I... I mean, that's where Jim Carrey's is. Jim Carrey-ness. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that era. But like Dumb and Dumber Dumb, yeah. to oh, me yeah. is like the funniest... Yeah. Jim Carrey, I ever seen. Because if you think about it, the '90s, was him. That was yeah, his. Yeah, the '90s yeah. was his his uh, yeah. era. What was that scene, Eddie, on uh, on uh, Dumb and Dumber? When that girl from Austria? Oh, uh, uh, she goes, "Where are you from?" She goes, "Austria." Austria. Oh, a little oh, shrimp on the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "He's like, oh, well, good day, then, mate, or something like that." Yeah. 
That's Australian. No, my favorite from that scene from that movie is uh, when the girl's telling him like, "There's no chance." Like we, so oh. I'm saying there's a chance. Yes, yes. <laughs> I still say that to people just yeah. randomly. Yeah. And that people, was his real wife. people don't get it. And it's hilarious. Like, yeah. More like one in a million. Yeah. So you're telling so me, you're telling yeah. me there's a chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> I love the fucking goodbye hug he gives her at the airport. <laughs> He's so emotional. Yeah. Be strong. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, it's just like from, even from like Pet Detective, it's so like, it's funny, but it's so dumb. Like, yeah. remember the Shark Tank scene where he's like climbing on top of the, the, the oh, yeah, yeah. thing to get over? I'm like, how do you fit like a great white shark in like a tank? And it's just like, <laughs> at the time I didn't think about it because I was so little, but now I'm just like, the fuck? Right. Like, what is he doing there? <laughs> yeah. Do not go in he's there. He's like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> you know, another, another movie that he did and he collaborated Collaborated with uh, Steve Oderick was Bruce Almighty. Yeah, I yeah. just found out he did the screenplay. Fun fact: that was fr- that was um, Steve. Um, the guy from The Office. Why am I blinking out? Oh, uh, Carell. Steve. That was Steve Carell's first like big time role yeah. at the age of forty, I think. Right, and he nailed it too, man. Yeah, he nailed it, and he was the bad guy. He was like, the bad guy in the movie. Yeah, he was one. Of yeah, the well, he was the like the the asshole or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Yeah, he he actually stole the the scene. When uh, Jim Carrey's typing. doing the typing yeah, and he's, he's like, doing the, ah, <laughs> dude, if you see the outtakes, the girl next to him, they actually had to use the the close up of him, but they did a lot of white because she couldn't stop fucking laughing. I dude. wonder if the, how much was that was improv. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like she probably like <clears throat> probably a bunch. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I mean Jim Carrey and Steve Carell, like, come on. And but then after that, I think is what influenced Evan Almighty too, and he got right, his, right, right. Oh yeah, big break off that. And that one was funny too. Yeah, yeah. I just. From uh, you, me, and Irene, uh, the Truman Show. Oh Truman God! Show. Yes. You know, a lot of people I, I, Sunshine. I, I don't like gonna, it. I, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't follow him too much when he got serious. Not that his, it wasn't good. It's just I'm, I was so caught up in his humor. Yeah, his, his humor stuff. You can't see him as anything else. No. I just like Herbert. Like for me, when I think of who inspired me to be an actor, two people: Jim Carrey, Robin Williams. Mm. And, and you would think, uh, you know, because you're a child, you don't. I don't fucking know. I'm not following serious actors. I'm following what what is good for me, which was comedy at the time. And so you got the the Robin Williams who were doing like the Mrs. Doubtfires and like the Jumanjis of that time. And then you got Jim who was like you said the '90s. From every, I mean, I think my first Jim Carrey movie was Once Bitten before he was even famous. Oh fuck, I remember that. And Once Bitten is such a great fucking movie. And I was already attracted to him as an actor then. I was right. probably six, seven years old. Right. And already then I knew that I wanted. I didn't know it was called acting. I just knew that I wanted to do whatever he was doing. Right. In that box on TV. Well, twice, pretending. Twice, twi- once bitten, twice bitten, twice bitten. Once bitten. Once bitten. Once bitten. bitten. That Davis, movie, I think, was in it. That movie was way before in Living Color and all that other stuff. Right. Was it really? Yeah. yeah. Wait, what's, I, it, what's it called? Know. And I had forgotten. Once bitten. I had oh, seen Oh, dude, please, I please. had seen the movie, and I forgot about Jim Carrey ever, after yeah. that. Yeah, because he's not doing his Jim Carrey-ness He there. wasn't fully there, yeah. yeah but, but, but it's I, amazing. It's great. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know who he was, whatever. Along came Living Color. I never connected it until like later on when I saw that the box again. I went, hey, Jim Carrey was in this? Right. right. You know what I mean? And how can you guys forget? You cannot forget the mask. The, ma- the, the mask. mask. Fuck, no, we can't that. forget it. It's just like there's so many things he did. Smoke One it. right after the other. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dude, it's, it's amazing. When I went to see Dumb and Dumber, I saw the trailer for the mask. <laughs> right. Or, or, the other oh, way, right. or the other way around. Yeah. I got the mask soundtrack on a little cassette. That's how much I was into Jim Carrey. Like, I probably still have it back home. But it's one of those things where Jim Carrey really, I used to, this is embarrassing, but in elementary, I used to do the Ace Ventura do. Damn. Everybody how much hated gel did it. that take? That a is embarrassing. Of, a lot of gel. I was <laughs> like, fuck you. First of all. 
But I used to do the the Ace Ventura, and my teachers would hate it. They'd be like, "Why are you doing this to you?" Did you used to do the little bird walk? He used I to did do the too? bird walk. I would do his talk because I was that weird kid that probably nobody hung out with. You would talk um, out of your ass. I know. Same. Oh, I Literally, tried that once, that and they sent me to the office. Did they? Yeah. Finkle, 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 finkle. <laughs> I always, I, I always, when I was a little kid, I used to talk out of my ass too, but not like at school, but just like to my family members, like around the house, they'd be like, yeah. "The fuck are you doing?" Just By like, the way, do you have a tic tac? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Well, and- <laughs> oh my god! And Dumb and Dumber, Tic Tac, sir. When he when the fucker drinks the piss out of the, the cop, he's trying to tell the cop there's it's, piss it's in the piss, fucking yeah. bottle, <laughs> and he's like, "You'll shut your mouth if you know what's good for you." And he's like, he's fucking choking on it. And, and that that actor too, like he made that face. <laughs> tic Tac, sir. Oh my gosh! Yeah, dude. Where he gets the salmon and he starts doing like the karate stuff. Yeah. To like Dude, hit the guy. You know what I just saw on Twitter the other day? Mm. So I thought that the like the the Grinch costume, like all those faces oh. were part of the mask. That was his face. That was his, his face. face, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. another movie. Yeah, we talked about that one too. The Grinch. Everybody said oh. they said that what were we talking about? They you guys they hated, hated him. No, no, no. I didn't hate it. No, no, you hate it. I didn't, I didn't hate it. No, it wasn't my favorite Grinch. It's not my favorite Jim Carrey movie, for funk. sure. It's not my favorite movie. I'm sorry. I don't I'm not, I'm not the yeah, biggest fan of the Grinch. <laughs> I like how he did in uh in that animated Disney movie where he plays Scrooge and he plays oh all, plays God, all the characters. Carol? Yeah, That's cool. Christmas Carol. Oh my! Did you see the behind the scenes of that? No, there was a lot of motion oh capture. My. Dude, he yeah. was like the level of imagination that you have to have. There's literally nothing there. It's yeah. just like I don't even know if they might have showed him what was gonna be there so he can get into. It. I don't even know. Right. But just say they didn't. Just the level of imagination to have all those dots in your face, have a blue screen, and just act, act as the right. old guy. Just yeah. act. Pretend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure they're yeah, showing them like drawings amazing. and stuff and start drawings and so that because that's a lot of blue. Yeah. That's one of the issues they had with Star Wars, the the George Lucas ones, the prequels. Right. Because there was a lot of blue. They're like, where the fuck are we at? Yeah. <laughs> are we in space? Where are we? You right. know? That's so, crazy. Uh, speaking of Jim Carrey, I wanted to say, uh, I don't know if you've seen this on YouTube. It's very inspirational. Like, um, yes, one of the speeches the I know exactly the one he did. About. The $10 million? Check. Well, no, not the check one, but he talks about, uh, he, he was a, this was at a college. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He also I, had that speech on that college, I think. The, t- the $10 thing? He added the, the $10 the, million. The check? Yeah. Oh, okay. I so, think it was part of his speech. I want to say, I like, it was when like I listened to it. hour, the college thing. Yeah. yeah. And the, with the huge-ass painting. Mm-hmm. Oh, he talks about oh, his dad. That, thing that he beautiful. created. Yeah. Where he talks about his dad, how he dad played it safe. Because my dad was the funniest guy in the world. He could have yeah. been a comedian, but he played it safe. And then he got fired from his job. Right. So he goes, so he said, you can fail at something you hate, so you might as well do something you love. Fail at something you love. Yeah. Fail at something you love. Yeah, exactly. I, I was just, like, it's a great fucking speech. Yeah. I just said that too. I had uh, one of my friends interviewed me yesterday for his podcast, and I said that exact same. I have that exact same quote up on my wall. Mm-hmm. I was like at the time where I was just like going through this like weird trying to find myself. Right. Early 20s or like early teens, early 20s, late teens, early 20s. And like once I heard that, I was like, damn, it just like resonated with me because I was like, well, if I don't like whatever I'm doing, might as well take a chance. I'm early. I'm because like one of the things for me is like I don't want to die or be on my deathbed at like 80, 90 and be like, damn, when I had the chance yeah. at like my, when I was young, I should have done that. Should have, could have, would have. Yeah, like in Spanish, it's like el hubiera no existe. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I say that all the time. Yeah, yeah, so like, might as well just go for it. Yeah, because I tried porn and I mean I'm, I'm not good at it, but well, I, you have I, a small I, penis, so. I, I think I, I think I saw you. I, I tried. Just like, I just like yeah. click where I was. Mm, how <laughs> would you? Did you remember that? It was so a quick quickly. Scene. Every quick scene. 
He's like, yeah, I remember that. And we're going to come out. There was this thing I saw in one of the jobs I had where it said, um, also porn. Ima- imagine what you would do if you weren't afraid, mm-hmm. like to take the, where you would be at, you know, if you just, because a lot of times we stop ourselves from, even from the show. I use the show as an example a lot. I mean, we haven't been doing it that long, but. How long did it take you though? Yeah, yeah. I, I had equipment. I had body equipment for maybe well over six months where I was just oh, like uh, contemplating. Uh, I was just like, yeah. And a quick little, quick little story with my cousin. It's funny because you know I DJ and he goes, he would, he's my roadie. We would go together and and, he, and we and him would talk about fucking movies all the fucking time like this. Yeah. And there was one night where we talked on the way yeah. home. It was a long, long fucking DJ somewhere far. And I remember we talked about it. And I go, dude, this this would have been a great fucking episode. Yeah. And then he would bring it up. He's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And he, you know, and I guess we, we procrastinate. Yeah. But you know. uh, besides that, it's also that, that fear, like, who's going to want to hear me? You know what I mean? Who's going to want to listen to what I got to say? You know, like, uh, what do I, what, I'm going to suck. And, and maybe so. I, I probably do. But, no. but well, it's not, I mean, but it's that, not that one listener we have, it yeah. loves us. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> it, but it, but it, <laughs> it's, it's just Herbert. It's <laughs> just Herbert. But it doesn't stop me anymore, like, I, because I enjoy it. So yeah. once you get past of, like, the acceptance part. You know, and you just like you just enjoy it. You enjoy right. working with the people. I enjoy working with you guys. I like meeting new people. Yeah. Like with you, it's been really great. So appreciate it. You know what I mean? It's just it's just a lot of fun. I feel like you just have to get out of that like comfort zone. Comfort zone and just not give a fuck about what people think about right. you. That's here's, the hard part. Here's <laughs> what I always say about when I when I whenever I because sometimes I get invited to go do speeches at like high schools or junior highs, and so people are always like, you know, how do you do this? Like, how can I do this? How can I do this? And I'm like, listen, the hardest part, just like in the morning, because, you know, you're talking to high school kids. And, and if you guys go back to high school or junior high or any, or any school. You're getting up early. Yeah, you're getting up early. You don't want to get up. I, I got to work. I got to work. Yeah, <laughs> even at work. Yeah, even for work. The hardest part is that first step. It's literally take. It's literally getting that first leg off the bed. But once you get that first leg off the bed, that second one will follow. And then your body. Right. So that first, the first step is always the hardest one. Once you take that one, everything else will just follow. So just take that first step. Yeah. yeah. And I heard it the other day too. They're and like, get up. how do you know if what you're doing wrong? With, like if, how do you know what you're doing wrong? Yeah. But how do you know if you never try, if you never like intend to do it and it yeah. might work out? It's like the example was like working out doesn't feel good, but you're going towards some, the right direction. Yeah. Right. So like even if you have, you everybody starts from zero, from zero subscribers all the way to whatever. Yeah. Everybody starts from zero. And it's just like, as long as you start, that's the hardest part. Then the rest is just like figure it out as you go along the way. Right. But I mean, you're inspiring a bunch of people because you're like, this came out of my head. Right. And right. then you're you're doing it and you might inspire somebody else. It's like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me do it. I might not have the equipment, but I have a phone. Right. My, my phone right. has a microphone. Let's start there and then we can save up money to, to build a podcast. Uh, you, know, you know, it's funny because uh, when I first started, I was really concerned about the outcome, but then it became less important. I mean, I'm so, I still care that people want to listen, but I don't care that they, 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 not so much that they don't like it, but that that they're gonna hate on it. Yeah, I don't care about that anymore. Like it doesn't bother me anymore. Like people are gonna people are gonna hate it whether they're they, they with well intention or just to be haters. Yeah, you know, and what I mean? you have to be okay with that because you you have to be okay with people saying, "Fuck it, I hate this." Okay, well, you might not like Jim Carrey, but I love the shit out of Jim yeah, Carrey. Right. But it, that shouldn't that shouldn't matter. You right. should, as long as you what you put out is genuine and from the heart. The right people are gonna are gonna gravitate to yeah, this exactly. podcast or to whatever you're doing. Right, right. And it's funny because at, in, our, in our episode, I'm not saying we're the only ones, but it's it's very cool that we're bilingual. Not necessarily because we're Mexican or Latino, whatever. It could be any. We could have been any race. But the cool thing is that we relate in two different kind of worlds. Yeah. We talk about movies, but we also, especially Bobby, we had Bobby one of his first 
episode we did was a Mexican movie. Yeah. And we went all fucking Mexican. Yeah. You know, and then, but, <laughs> you know what I mean? How do we go? All, all fucking, fucking Mexican. All fucking Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> Toda la raza and shit. But you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's one of those things that I think I told it. It's, it's actually a cool, cool little chemistry. And it's actually, we have more and more co-hosts. They couldn't be here today. Um, yeah. My niece, Melissa, and then we have... Meli Rios. Meli Rios and... And Richie Morales. Morales. Hey, my hermano. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, by the way, real quick, Meli, I know she couldn't be here today because it's her husband's birthday. So happy birthday, Tony. Happy birthday, oh, Tony. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony Stark. Tony oh. <laughs> Stark. <laughs> Tony's birthday. So, guys, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> One of the parts that I was laughing my ass off was that fucking fight with that little dude. Remember they bring the big ass guy and he has a basket with a oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> with Tommy what is it Tommy Davidson was it it was him huh yeah. Yeah. yeah and he opens the fucking the the giant guy he's like trying to open the back but he's, he's like all scared so to fucking open. scared <laughs> <laughs> and he's laughing his ass off because I gotta beat this guy yeah but the funny part again you know how they just build and build where the fucking guy's like okay I'm sorry I gotta kill you and he throws the fucking Dark. Uh, the spear the spear on it and die. he's like ah he's fucking making yeah. the faces and all that shit and he goes quick throw me a spear. <laughs> <laughs> the other leg. What you never thought. Like, what you never thought would happen. happen. Right on the fucking leg. He's like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, dude, I was laughing my ass off on that part, man. Yeah, That's dude. awesome. And again, not that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on Steve Oderick's cock and shit, but it's just. You I'm sorry, did I say that a little bit? It, it's funny. Um, I, I didn't know he directed it. Honestly, when I saw the movie, I didn't give a shit. I, at the time I watched it, I just liked the movie. Period. But then I saw a movie years later called Kumpau, and he wrote. Oh my god, okay. that's hilarious! That, he fights with a cow, and it, it, that's like this, the most memorable scene in that slapstick comedy. Kung fu, kung fu, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's I'm like, right. oh shit! And then as time went by, I'm like, I want to know more about this director. And that's when I saw he fucking yeah. wrote. Uh, he directed and wrote that one, Jim Carrey. Well, I think he was a part of the writing process for Pet Detective. Right. Or something like that. And then Jim yeah. was like, no, I need you to direct this next one. Yeah. Well, okay. also, he was, from what I gather, this was the film that Jim Carrey did not want to do. I think probably still to this day, he, he does not like this film. He feels like it should be not here in this world. Nature Calls? Yeah. When really? Nature Calls, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Because it's loved by well, I didn't even know that. fans. But this is not the movie he wanted to make. He didn't want to do a sequel. He wasn't on board for anything. In fact, uh, while they were doing this, the studio was trying to get him a third deal, like the third movie, which is probably why it never happened. He didn't even want to come back for the second one. But because of Steve, who was right, who was co-writing it or writing right. it, you know, he was like, I'll do it. But not for this money, basically. And Steve went back to the studio and said, hey. $10 million. $15 million, Oh, was it? Which was half the budget of what the movie was. Yeah, think was about 20, this, too. I think it was 25 The movie was 30 and fact check it. and then it was like you're spending thirty million and you're paying half of this money to the actor. main actor. But he was also the only one that came back from the first movie. He was the only actor that came back for the second sequel because I I'm pretty sure not even Courtney Cox wanted to fucking do the second. <laughs> did, you didn't need her. Yeah, you didn't absolutely need her, not. Though. Yeah, you're right. Thirty million, and it made two hundred and twelve. How much? Two hundred twelve. That's, that's amazing. That's a profit right there for the nineties, right there. That's fucking amazing. But yeah. also for the nineties, thirty million was a lot. You know, when you're making a, a comedy for thirty million. Yeah. But also, he was the top in... I remember this because I remember I read it. Do you guys remember Disney's Adventures, that book? Hmm. Disney's Adventure. It was like... it was The, a, no. the like ride? A, no, it was a book that was a monthly maybe book that Disney had a subscription for. No, I don't and remember. It, no? Oh, fuck. So there was a... 
I remember reading this as a child and because I, I would get the subscription and they talked about Ace Ventura when it calls. And for some reason in this book, they talked about how he was the highest grossing, like not comedy actor, but actor period who was getting the most money for his movies. And I was like, damn, I want to be Jim Carrey. Something. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's amazing. But I was getting 15 million. Like it was amazing. I mean, it was funny. It was funny. I mean, the first one was funny. This one was funny right. too. I mean, it's not like it's like, oh, the first one was really funny and this one wasn't. I mean, the whole fucking slinky thing, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta have a slinky. Yeah, go slinky, go. And, and then it fucking stops, and then it goes. Oh, <laughs> it was right there. Yeah, yeah. Is you it know, just me? What I noticed that the first movie, it was all Jim Carrey. I'm not saying there was obviously writing and, and directing involved, but it seems like a lot of it. It drove it. Jim Carrey drove the movie. The right. second one it almost seems like a lot of it still Jim Carrey, but a lot supporting of it was also cast. supporting cast, directing, and the writing seemed like like it it took um it was a lot of it part of it. I yeah. think the build ups were what really carried this. Like how you guys were saying, like the build up of the rhino. Yeah, you know the build up of when there's this there's a scene where the spitting the spitting yeah, there's a spitting where he you start the scene with he's spitting the princess comes over they have a full on conversation he's still spitting <laughs> shows her how to spit and not till the end do they show the audience what they're spitting at yeah. <laughs> which is and hilarious <laughs> yeah exactly or like the whole like you know earthquake test in the beginning and he like yeah. moves it yeah. and you're like what the fuck like all these build ups and not one of them are bigger than the other yeah which kind of also carries the, the and, how it makes the movie bearable for the audience because not one of them is bigger than the other all just as funny and they all kind of pay off they don't, I don't totally think, they don't, I don't remember like them not paying off where you're like okay that was funny from right. the dusting even, even the subtle ones yeah the subtle ones like a, I better dust for Prince or whatever you know and he's like and then they kind of fade to dissolve white. to the whole fucking place and he's like <laughs> not one print <laughs> or like the ones where he's drinking water and they're like, they're like, oh, that's made out of bat droppings. He's like, oh, guano, hey. or like whatever. And he like spits it out. He has the cucumbers on the, his finger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what does it sound familiar? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. yeah. It's just all the, the from the smallest one, like ones to the biggest ones. It just the movie was one right after the other. It was like, yeah. it was like an entire one season of, you know, SNL with with Matt TV with like in living color. Like it's great. You and, know. One of the things about this comedy, too, is, like, usually the the rest of the cast is kind of, like, in that world. And what was cool to see in this world that he was a fucking oddball. Yeah. In comparison to everybody else around him, they're like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> Dude, oh, when he, sm- <laughs> he shows up with that rich guy, he gets off the horse, he was smacking the horse. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He fucking it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what he's saying, he's like, That's funny. It didn't seem to hurt when he was doing to that to the horse. <laughs> What an asshole! Oh my god, dude! <laughs> and it, yeah, when he goes over to talk to that, when he goes over to talk to that guy, and he goes over people's plates like this, <laughs> for cool. some fucking reason. You know what's and then cool? he shakes his hand. Is that what's cool about stuff like that? Is that a lot of this stuff that he did that for us as an audience is like, what the fuck is he doing? But yeah. it's hilarious. Yeah, he got from animals, so he studied animals. He did the method thing, and he studied animals. And he's like, what, what, um, what would an orangutan do right now? Right. So the, a lot of these things he does, like like that one in particular that you're talking about, the slapping the plates. Yeah, like that's something an animal would have done because an animal doesn't know you're fucking eating or that you're like in a nice like you know venue or whatever. It just it's doing what it's doing. It's a fucking animal. So that he would do a lot of these things that for us was like, oh, that's so Jim Carrey. But 
really it's Jim Carrey being an actor, doing his work, creating a character, developing this character, and he's getting it from somewhere. Even like the whole bird walk thing. He literally got that from yeah. watching a bird, I think, go around a fountain his or something hairdo, like that. His hairdo. Yeah. He had a lot to do uh, with the input of his hair. People yeah. are like, oh, that was created. No, like he was like, I want my hair to look like a fucking peacock or something. And that was that's what happened. Mm. Yeah, and it's dude. funny, like looking back at that movie, even both of the movies, like looking back at it, um, I think the last scene when like the gorillas go back and, and he's like, he, and I'm just like, <laughs> as a kid, I'm like, what are, why, they yeah, what are they doing? Like, why, why are the leaves shaking? Or like in the first one, Pet yeah. Detective, he, when he finds out a uh, Marino or the penis. Or yeah, yeah. I didn't know what it was. Cause when she turned around, it looks gross. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. When they turned around, I was a kid. I was like, what is that? What is that? Like he just found out she was a girl or what? Like I, I didn't I didn't know what I didn't know what happened until yeah, like years dude. on later where I kept watching and I was like, dude, oh. you know what part I couldn't stop laughing? Like my stomach hurt and, and it's it's funny at the end of the first uh, part one, the first movie is when you know the movie's said and done. She's she's kissing the the girl Corny Cox whatever. And the then dove. there was a there was a dove that yeah. he was looking for in the beginning of the movie to get twenty five thousand dollars. Right. And he's about to get it, and the fucking mascot <laughs> kind of blows it away. Oh, he Doesn't he like hit him or talk yeah, tackle him? Or so they push it, chill, and then he sucker punches. <laughs> oh, and the son of like yeah. animal lover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah. The, the in the first movie that was so like it's so funny but stupid when he gets on that little boat towards the end when he's trying to get snowflake uh-huh. and then he gets the little Stop. fan and like he puts it on the water like as a boat like if that little fucking fan is gonna like take him to the other place but it's only a few species. yeah it's only a few inches but it's like now thinking about it now it's like that little fan isn't gonna do anything no. once it touches the water it's gonna go, I'm sorry I bought it dude I'm like hmm, I should buy one <laughs> oh buy a fucking fan oh that'll take like two minutes now yeah. well <laughs> And like in this one, the one we watched today, podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah? Watch one? Uh, the part where he's like, all right, get the lights. And he's like rolling around the ground. The switch on the wall right oh, yeah. behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Green wall. The lights. And people are just looking. They're just, even if they would have turned off the lights in the middle of the fucking day, I don't think the lights are on. Wait, the my, my like, about that scene, and, and it goes into, like, the technicality part is that, like, the sound. So you hear, Greenwald, get the lights. Quick, because he's on the floor. He's yeah. like going around, and and I mean, come on, like it's physical comedy, it's but genius. but it's just so genius, and it's like the it the sound just adds to how funny it is because he's just like turning around on his fucking knees on his on all fours, quick, and turn that, the lights off, yeah. and that bad guy's face. <laughs> Where he's like, what in the fuck is he doing? <laughs> the yeah. henchmen, they're looking at him. What is he doing? Or he goes, go ahead, arrest him. And they're like, what? What? <laughs> arrest him, please. Uh, arrest him, please. Go, go ahead. Oh, my gosh. Oh, when they're watching go. those uh, those uh, those slides of, of people that he goes to, he has to investigate. He goes, Mr. Pet Detective, please, you know, concentrate. And he puts those fucking... <laughs> Oh, yeah. lone, got his nipples. The Lone Ranger. Hi, Silver. <laughs> and the same thing too. Like when he's when he uh when the guy gets him and he's he, and then Jim is like all wrapped up in the chair. He's like, what? And then he gets the knife and the fork and like, yeah, dude. And he's like, <laughs> dude. And he's like, you don't like that, dude? He's like, <laughs> with the eyeball, dude. And the guy's like, my brother used to do that to me when I was young. I heard that on the headphones, dude. I was like, oh yeah, yes. same, dude, same. I was like, what the fuck? I'm generally not like, I, I don't usually hate those sounds, but on the headphones, I was like, oh, oh my annoying. God. That shit sounded loud yeah. and squeaky and horrible. Yeah, it was terrible. Good stuff, guys. Make it stop. Make it stop. One of the best movies. But now, his, I, I, I haven't personally seen it, which I need to, is um his show he has on. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to go with Sonic. I'm like, oh. Uh, oh, no, no, no. I haven't seen, seen Sonic that? either, no. I heard it was good. 
Really? Well, it's, it's making all the fucking box office fucking. Yeah, pages. they're still like number one, maybe. Yeah, I heard it was bad, dude. Wait, then what was that? It was like, uh, what was that? <laughs> I mean, it's Sonic. Or oh, you're not a Sonic fan? Because wow, I'm, you say like I'm an asshole. Yeah, yeah, no, because I'm not. I'm, oh, I'm you're not. not a Sonic fan? <laughs> no, no to me <laughs> from the trailer. <laughs> no, because to me from the trailer it's like shit. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah, that's it what I think. Like, it looks like shit to me. I mean, it doesn't look like. And a I love, though. I love Jimmy Marsden. I love Jim Carrey. I just the fact that it's a Sonic movie, I'm like, why are they doing this? The yeah. only reason I'm gonna see it is because of Jim. If it wasn't for Jim, I would right. if I were to see it and to be honest, you're absolutely right. I feel like I should see it because of Jim. But also Jimmy Marsden is such a good actor and yeah. he's such a great person. Well yeah. well there you go. I mean, like I said, from what I saw from the trailer, it, I I not appealing at all, but from, I've been hearing reviews that, that it's pretty good. So you, know what? Uh, you, you never know. Yeah, um there's there is one movie that I hate to see Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey. And I saw it and I, I, I want to- Wait, don't up. tell me The Majestic. No. The Truman Show. No. Eternal Sunshine. Uh, when he came out in Batman as the Riddler. Oh, oh no. Oh, what? Yeah. That was great. Yeah, that was I great. I fucking hate it, dude. I can't oh, hate it. Oh, come on. He was no. probably the best part of that movie, dude. Actually, yeah, no. I was going to say. No. no. What, Val Kilmer was? Yeah, he was the best. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no, I think Jim Carrey as, I don't know, flamboyant as oh, came man. out or whatever. I think he was the- That pink hair. I think he made the, the better part of the, of, the, of the whole fucking movie. Yeah, he made the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, the movie sucked. Yeah, that one movie was terrible. Tony Batman too. Also, those fucking movies sucked. <laughs> yeah, Dude, there's no, a lot I of think, movies that sucked. No. I think Jim was Ooh. the only, and really, I think they brought in Jim because he was probably the only thing that could say that fucking movie, which yeah. to me it did. Who else could play that Nobody. at that time? At that time? Either that or Joker, but- you know, now that I saw him as the Riddler, I was like, well, the Riddler, that's who he is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I think he would have made a great Joker. I think so, too, yeah. but we'll never see that, I guess. Yeah. Um, that Eternal Sunshine that you were talking about, that's a great movie. Yeah. Right. Uh, what's it called exactly? Eternal, Eternal Sunshine, Sunshine of the Spotlight. Spot is mine. Yeah. Have you seen it? No. Who, who's that? Oh, it's him and uh, the Titanic chick. Kate Winslet? Kate Winslet, yeah. yep. It's a great movie, dude. Really? It, it's by the same yeah. people that did that other movie with uh, Gael Garcia Bernal. Which one? Amores Perros? I heard that's a great movie. Oh, it's it amazing. Is. Movie. It oh, is. Dude, I'm you haven't seen it? No. I, we got told me about that the other day on set. Okay, you got to come. He's got to come back when we do like a we Latino, gotta go Latino, Latino show. Yeah, yeah. we, we got to come back and watch that movie. The, it's going like way off, but the one Latino movie that will always get me is uh de la Misma Luna with K del Castillo. Oh, and, yeah. With Eugenio Derbez. Yeah. How good is that guy in there, man? Yeah. That's when I said, man, this guy's a really good Here's actor. Here's the thing. I've never seen it. Dude. Dun, dun, dun. He's a really to. good actor, dude. Oh, can you? Yeah. Dude, oh, yeah, I do. I do believe that. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for you, but. It doesn't matter. I don't. I don't well, you know, he's spoilers. a comedian. He's, he's a, yeah. He started as a comedian. But yeah. the one at the park bench when the cops come and then he's like, go, go, go. And he like throws a coffee at the at the cop car and like they arrest him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, just it's to rough. let him go. That's yeah. real shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's funny because uh, like oh, those movies. You got to do that, too. Yeah. And those movies where he's serious, like in that one and the one with the instructions not needed. Is instructions not included? Oh, that's. Included, yeah. I love that movie. Those are. He's really good in those, but he's also really good in the comedies. Well, he's yeah. a comedian. But, um, yeah. but like the English comedies that he does. Cuando. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I know, no. No, I know I'm aware of that, that he's funny and shit is the, in the shows, but even in the movies, even in these yeah. movies that are like in English or whatever, his comedy translates well. Yeah. Great. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, but, uh, Matt, he was trying to break into Hollywood for years. And then, really? Yeah. He, yeah. He was trying to break into Hollywood for years and then they just let him in like five years ago. Right. I think with the- um, But I think he also, he also kind of created his own path over here because, I mean, obviously he comes over here for a lot of the- the award shows he's invited to, like he 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 knows people. It just it's funny to me how how can you not break in with the with how heavy you are in Mexico? Yeah, you know, and and Eugenio has been alive and living and kicking ass since fucking forever. Your uh, is your family Mexican? Uh, yeah. My mom's from Monterrey, from Mexico, and my dad's from Guatemala. Guatemala. 
Okay, have cool. you been to either? Yeah, I have. That's yeah. amazing. I actually went. Nice. Well, the last time I went to Guatemala, I was like twelve, and then the last time I went to Mexico, I was like it was like three years ago. How right? was Monterrey? Monterrey. Wait, did you go to Mexico or like what part of Mexico? Monterrey or was Monterrey? It? Okay. My mom's from Durango, but then they moved to Monterrey when she was little. And but you yeah. went to Monterrey. Monterrey. Yeah. How was that? It's beautiful, man. My, I've been my, wanting to go for so long. My grandma has a house out there, so they like my grandpa built it like his own two hands, and then. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, my uncle's still still there. He's just like constantly still building it and awesome repairing it. But it's it's beautiful out there. That's what we were just talking about. Like Mi Familia, we had a, a podcast episode of Mi Familia. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, it it the house they started. It, it, you can tell it's one of those houses that they just keep adding on yeah. to. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, because clearly the family grows. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't yeah. even paint it anymore. Uh, just yeah. I don't know. They just add an, like an extension to the house. Another yeah. room, another room here. I was gonna say I don't know any Mexicans with a car in their garage. <laughs> it's just storage. <laughs> no, it's like room. fucking rooms. Or a room too. Yeah. They fucking put that car where it fits yeah. on the front yard. The front yard, yeah. side, the dirt road. Hey, that's the, so true. Because when I was living in Norwalk, we had that. We had our main house and the garage. That was my grandpa's room. And then we had a back house, which was like a garage for the right. back. And it was a room too. But <laughs> 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 well, we, well, we made that. I don't know if we had permits or not, but we had a yeah. bathroom and a kitchen and a. Yeah. Master bedroom. Yeah. What do you got a car in there? Get the fuck out of the car. <laughs> I'm going to call my oh, cousin so he can't need the room. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Like another guy I just found out, he, he's from Guatemala, dude, is um Oscar Isaac. Isaac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, so I'm, I was like, hey, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that too until um, I think he did Triple Frontier on mm. Netflix. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. And then I looked him up and I was like, oh, damn, he's from Guatemala. There's a there's a bunch of people from Guatemala. There's I don't know if you know uh, Arturo Castro is. No, what what is he been? He's in Narcos. He oh he, maybe he, his name is David. He plays Miguel's son in season three or two. Fuck, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but I saw season three. I don't fucking remember. Yeah, but he has his own show on uh, Comedy Central, and then oh yeah yeah. Remember that guy about the worst translator? I showed you that clip. He's oh, a yeah, translator, yeah. and he's like he's yeah, a, yeah. he has those little skits, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy from uh, is a is his show still on or did he? I I'm don't not know. too sure. I'm not too sure. But I did. I would see him on, uh, it's, on He's YouTube. also in that, that show. You told me about him, actually. But he's also in that show with the two girls from New York. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah. Okay, okay. Him. He's from Guatemala. and um, You know, his show was funny, but it but it was like one or the one episode or certain skits were, and a lot of them weren't. That's so it was like, like a hit or miss. It was like a hit or miss. Yeah, yeah, he plays like a goth gothic guy, and then he yeah. plays like a, I don't know what the... <laughs> The political correct way of saying yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah, like a couple different characters. Yeah. The ones that were funny were funny. Yeah. But the ones that weren't There's you know, another the actor drag. from Australia that does that though. That I feel like is he's taken the same sort of like idea. Mm-hmm. And uh this actor also does like he he dresses in drag and he plays like a twelve year or a sixteen year old year old girl, but he's like a thirty two year old Australian man playing the character of like a 16 year old girl and it's just fucking funny but yeah. he creates these characters and it's kind of like what he's doing with uh, yeah. with the drag and like the goth and like all these other like people. Tracy Ullman I don't know if you remember Tracy, Tracy Ullman, Ullman that's another one yeah she was an actress who had a show like that she, okay. um, she, yeah, she actually multiple shows and she, she had played like, like guys and she played girls and she played all different right. ethnicities yeah and her cast members from her first show back in the 80s late early 90s uh, were Simpson characters. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. I didn't know that. I mean, I knew that the show came out from there, but then when I looked at the actors, and I'm like, oh shit, they're they're the actors. Yeah. They're the voices to the cartoon right. show. Like, so how, Lisa and Bart. How yeah. trippy um, is it that Homer? Yeah. Homer yeah. is it that um like every, not every episode, but some of the episodes that the system's done has actually come come true. True. 
Oh, Have yeah, you seen yeah, that? Yeah. Like those, like, like the, the Trump, conspiracy theory? The, the conspiracy with Trump? Yeah, yeah like oh, those, yeah. like the other ones. I think, um, I forgot what president it was, but he was like walk, like going down an escalator. Trump. Trump, Trump okay, yeah. well, yeah, him. And then. As he was yeah. running. And that's what happened running when he announced he was running. Wow. wow. That's crazy. Woo. You never, you never know. Fuck you, man. Pinche trompeta. Pinche pelos elote. But guys, before we end uh, the Ace Ventura talk here, um, how about that part, dude, that I was laughing my ass off was the, the Chicago part. Chicago. And the guy's like, <laughs> they, would, they would go down, they would bend down on yeah. one knee. Oh, yeah. Instead of saying Chicago. Chicago. And they go, <laughs> Shik, whatever the fuck. Shish kebab. And they're like, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> you're out of there. Come on. You're out. <laughs> you fucking go. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, that whole fucking movie. Dude. Those, that movie was just full of so many little, like, nuances of comedy that just, yeah. I don't know where. Yeah. What's funny, it's you, that you bring this back because uh, the entire thing is that he's trying to find a bat. And <laughs> he goes through all that shit to find a bat. <laughs> right. And he's and, and he Ace Ventura bats. hates bats. The ironic part is that that's what Jim Carrey hated about this movie. is like, why does Ace Ventura hate bats? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I don't get either. <laughs> like, like, I don't want to do this. I hate this project. Uh, why does he hate bats? Because yeah, he, he like, looks like he loves it. Childhood trauma. Every other animal. <laughs> and, and again, guys, sorry, I'm still on his dick. Uh, you got to watch <laughs> Steve Oderick. Come, you guys got to watch that one. I'm telling you guys, it's one of those stupid slapstick movies that you first, you see the cover and you're going to be like, oh, hell no, I'm not going to watch this. But you guys got to watch it. This shit's fucking, it's well done, dude. That, what, what happened in that movie? Kung Pao. What he did was he actually used old Kung Fu theater movies. Footage. Footage. And he put his face on, you know, with green screen and all that. But he used it and he literally made a movie out of that. Okay. So 80% of the movie, it's an old movie <laughs> that he made on his own and he incorporated other It's shit. like The Room. Like what? The Room. The Remember room? like the the worst, best movie in Hollywood? Remember? Uh, what's oh, his name? Oh, uh, yeah. That, and that's Franco? how it was marketed too. Yeah, James yeah. Franco just James recreated, Franco. yeah. yeah. That's how it was marketed too, right? The, no, be- the no, worst, no. best movie or something like that. Yeah, but this one's funny. This one's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was his brother too, right, David? Uh, Dave Franco, that yeah. was intentional. Oh, the, okay. the fucking room. Yeah, he, he thought he was making, making like, a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. waiting to get an Oscar. He's and spent, I actually saw the original too. I was like, oh no. I saw the original after I saw the James Franco one, right. and then I, was, I think I went through like a quarter of it. And I was like, ah, I'm done. <laughs> the original? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, I guess it's, I guess it still plays worldwide, like once a month. Really? In, yeah. so, in some theaters, yeah. People That's fucking love people to watch it because people love it. That it's much. like a cult. Yeah, yeah. because of the, the fucking oh hi whatever the fucking the acting was horrible. Oh hi Mark. Oh hi Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many lines in that movie. No, I have not. Oh, what does he say to the fucking? What, what does he say to the cat? You're my favorite. No, the, the lady goes. You're my favorite customer. Oh hi, and he goes to my kitty or whatever. Like it was like so fucking random, yeah, dude. So Don't watch random. it. Like, oh, that should God. be shown You're in the acting me class. Apart. What not to do? What not to do? What not to do? But then after that, he really intentionally wanted to be to the Joker. You see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, bro, I'm not chingada, wait. Come All on. Right. Going back to Ace Ventura, Major Calls. Um, a few weeks back, or I feel like we've talked about this a few times, but there's parts in movies where we where we hear about, we're like, oh, this wasn't supposed to happen, but the 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 character, they actually just kept going. And we're like, oh, that's fucking fun. Like, those are fun facts, right? Um, like uh, 1917, you said, uh, you know, he just kept going. Even though he got hit, he got up, and he just kept running. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you hear these stories, and you're like, oh, that's great. Especially when you, the actor is, like, one of your favorites. You're like, oh, fuck, that's cool. He just kept going until the director called cut. Um, we spoke about this, like, a few times ago, where you were like, oh, that's cool. Like, that they, they don't stop until the director calls cut. Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Improvise, um, yeah. And so for this movie that... 
that uh hi ho shitty shitty bang bang shitty that was all improvised (laughs) so yeah so it wasn't supposed to happen so basically what happened was they're driving to wherever the fucking like the big house or the consulate or whatever Mm -hmm. and uh jim carrey it was jim carrey's uh turn to speak and he forgot his lines so he just goes hi and he just like rolls with it and neither of the actors break character right Right. so they just so the and the director never called cut so they just kept fucking going with it so that an entire scene was improvised by jim oh because he forgot his fucking line yeah you know what's funny that doesn't surprise me yeah (laughs) because it works i mean some of those lines like the ones that he does backwards (laughs) like (laughs) and then he goes back and he redoes them and it was written i saw it yeah, no, no, but no, but I'm saying is like fuck to to remember all that, you know, like all that, and then going backwards, and then going back, and just kind of hitting the thing. <laughs> well, him talking out of his ass was improv. <laughs> oh, shit. There you go. Yeah, I saw an interview the other day, and he was just like, "What? You think that's gonna be written on the script?" He's right. like, "No, I literally just came up with." He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna turn yeah. around and put my hands on my butt cheeks and start like talking out of my ass." <laughs> that's uh, awesome. Yeah, that's a it's uh what do you call it uh the the, in the part in part one where the guys just like was it Tone Look right. He's just like, ah. yeah. We could take one of the fucking laugh. <laughs> well, there's a couple of scenes when Courtney Cox. That actually scene when, like I said, we was in the with the doctor pretending to be crazy. Yeah. If you actually look at her, look at her face. She wants. To that's the best take. Yeah. And obviously it is, but you could tell she's ready to fucking burst, man. Like, like you can tell, like even in the first one, like the things that he did was improv. Like I think uh, after they found he found the ring. And she went back to his to his room, and he was like, "Look at this." And then they say, "I forgot what they say." And he's like, Hunter. And then she was just like, <laughs> <laughs> you, "You know what's funny about Jim Carrey and his movies, and both of them, and both of them, they're funny, like wacky funny, and like over the top, but they're so dramatic at the same time. Like everything's like, because of the music they use, like when he's making a face, like he discovered something, and it's like yeah. it's like the face is incredibly funny, but the music is incredibly." Right. Like it's a secret agent movie. Like it's it's a secret. It's a, it's a tone. And he's like, but he's making this wacky ass face. Yeah, and and you know, I just remember about another movie that they uh, they almost went out of character was uh, uh, the forty year old version when he's getting waxed. Oh yeah, that was all improv. Did you too. see yeah. the guys' faces? They, yeah, they want to laugh, dude. Like they that was the best take, dude. They yeah. fucking wanted to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said stop. Like fuck you this. You fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking motherfucker. <laughs> Well, guys, that was Ace Ventura, uh, When Nature Calls. Um, guys, any last thoughts? Oh, shit. We're, I think we've been all over. We've been all over. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking great movie. It's. I don't think we followed it in a linear way. No. Uh, this no. one, we just went out Everybody's. Of- if you haven't seen this movie, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah. We, ha- we haven't done it. <laughs> Unless you're like 13 years old and you <laughs> You're still a fucking idiot. You're going to watch it. <laughs> you're still going to watch it. what I got to say you, you as a fucking idiot, you better watch it. You have time. You're, you're 13 mental. years old. <laughs> Yeah, we were all over the place, but I think we uh, we got it through that it was a that's a very funny movie, and Jim Carrey is just a fucking a genius. genius at this fucking yeah. kind of comedy. Right. So there, you got a lot to pick from. If you don't right. watch uh, Nature Calls, you got the first one, you got Dumb and Dumber, you got The Mask. So, okay, guys, so before we go, I want to talk to Herbert a little bit. Uh, you got anything going on right now? Anything? Uh, I know you mentioned you were working on a, on a film or a project, anything like that? Yeah, exciting? So we have a movie coming out um, next Friday, March 6th, called The Way Back. With starring Ben Affleck, Melvin Gregg, Al Madrigal, and just a bunch of uh, amazing, uh, not just actors, but people as well. All right. Can you tell us a little bit about what your character is or what do you what do you do in it? Um, yeah. So, well, the whole, the whole, I'll talk about the movie. The whole movie is based on Ben Affleck's character, Jack Cunningham. He's an alcoholic in the movie, mm-hmm. but in the trailers or anything, you don't know why. You know, I don't want to spoil right. it, but he, it's a, re- it's a story about redemption and a second chance. So, 
back in the day, he used to be the top uh, player in the nation oh. in high school for playing basketball. And he never got, but he never went to the NBA or went to the pros or anything. So he kind of just fell off and, you know, just got a regular job. But then, um, you know, started a family. And then you see in the movie why he is, why he takes on dr- uh, uh, the drinking habit. So then he goes back to his alma uh, We need a, a, a regular uh, head coach mm-hmm. and the priest for our church because we're a Catholic church. He goes, you know, Jack, we need a, we need a new coach. And he's just like, well, is the team any good? He's like, no. He's like, the team hasn't been good since you since your day. Right. Since you played. He's like, all right, well, he goes and then he goes into gym. He's like, Yeah, that's the team. He's like, Yeah. He's like, this is all we got. And then but he sees that there's something more to us, even though we might not have the best equipment or the the best thing, but he sees that there's something in us. And at the same time, like he helps us overcome trials and tribulations as kind of we help him as well as a team by right. by winning and just like help helping him through his uh through his his problem but yeah it's a story about a second chance and you know basketball in this movie it's not just about basketball basketball is just involved in it but it's a great metaphor for life you know in sports you gotta get get you know you get knocked down 10 times you get back down 11 you get back up 11 and it's the same thing in, in his character and in our team you know you get back you get knocked down but you get back up and it's a story where you might not be able to relate about making a jump shot or making a game winner but you can relate to these certain aspects in life you can uh, relate to addiction if it's alcohol or right. sex or, or food or, or like whatever it is but you can relate to all those things and it's a, it's a story where people you know they can relate to it and get inspired by it nice you you, you play a player I play a basketball player uh, the, named, on the team yeah named Dearborn um, and it's so funny because like when we got the script I was like my name's Dearborn in the movie I was like I don't look like a Dearborn <laughs> but <laughs> but it's so cool it, the just shooting that bro it was amazing experience like I said before early in the podcast like I saw him two years ago on the theaters and now I'm going to be there like acting right. along with him and like all the other great cast members. That's cool. It's just, it's an insane movie to go watch cause it's, it's super relatable. I got a question though. Did they, um, sorry, Eddie, real quick. I just wanted to ask, did they emphasize that you're Latino or that had nothing to do with the movie? Nothing like that was ever emphasized. You know, because some movies will be like... I think for the most part, it looks like an all... Diverse cast. Diverse, diverse cast, right? Yeah. Okay. So so what happened was when I went for the for the audition, it was like a tryout for basketball. Mm-hmm. And I was like, perfect, because I've been playing basketball since I was like six, eight years old. So I got the audition like two days before, <clears throat> and they were like, okay, your audition is literally just going to be coming to gym, and the coach is just going to ask you to do some ball handling drills and shooting drills and see how you mesh with the, with the people there. And I was like, all right. As soon as I go in there, bro, it was like six, nine dudes, like windmill dunking between the legs. I was like, great. Oh, I'm just like a short, like 5'11 Mexican dude. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to get this. Like, I don't know. But, but again, you don't know what they want until right. they see it. Right. And so I just went, man. I just did the best I could. And then two weeks later, I get I get a uh, email from the casting director. She's like, uh, Wendy O'Brien, like one of the best casting directors out there, super nice. She's like, oh, I want you to come in and audition for this role. I was like, okay. And then I go. And then, like, we mesh real well because we started talking about She's like, wait, before we start, she's like, what ethnicity are you? I was like, I'm Mexican and Guatemalan, but I'm born in L.A. And she was like, oh, my husband's from Guatemala. And then we just started, like, talking. Nice. Long story short, the, the thing, the audition goes by and then... Two weeks later, she was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, we went towards, with your role, we went a different direction, but we still want you to come in for a third audition. And this was like a scrimmage now, like an actual basketball game. Mm. But I didn't, I didn't know in front of who. And it was in front of Gavin O'Connor, the director, oh, wow. and in front of Ben. Oh, wow. wow. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> shoot. And mind you, I hadn't played full-court basketball in like a year. So I'm, I go to the gym. I'm in gym shape, but gym shape is different than basketball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the first... 
two times up and down the court, I was winded, and I was like, oh, damn. But I see him at the side, I was like, no, I, I have to be in this movie. Right. So I just do the best I can, shoot, dribble, pass, you know, um, be a good team player. And then, yeah, that same day, they were like, all right, you guys got it. They picked me and, like, four other people because they needed four other more people to fill the whole team. Right. They are like, you guys got it. And I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like speeches, bro. I was like, Surreal, what? Right? Yeah. Oh, cool. That's cool, man. That was crazy. What was the first thing you did after that? Oh, uh, what do you mean? Like right after you got out of there, what was the first thing you did? Oh, I literally went to my car. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I yelled. And I got Disneylandia. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm taking the bus. No. <laughs> no. And then I just thank God, man. Like when I got home, I got on my knees. I just like went by CNN. And I was like, thank you for this opportunity that yeah. I've been waiting for. And I was just super grateful, man. And the whole experience was cool. We we um We rehearsed for... Uh, 15 days and then we shot for a month and a half nice yeah but was, what was cool about that though i'm sorry not to cut you off um is that the director gavin o'connor if you, i don't know if you guys are familiar with his work in, warrior right in warrior dude tom tom hardy and joel edgerton i tell people about that movie all the time dude it's i was talking about it movie. yesterday i love that movie dude yeah dude that movie made me crack a little bit too <laughs> <laughs> no it's, it's a beautiful story yeah. and but the cool thing about it is that he took it like right before we started shooting he took all all the cast out to go have dinner and he was just like explaining to like how it was going to go down and like what were you going to shoot and just like being in there i think it was like a four-hour dinner just us like as a cast just talking right. and we were all just like dude we're really in here with gavin and carney like we're really about to shoot this movie right? yeah and it was you, a blessing you know let me tell you something uh we actually the uh, cash or trailer trash we actually did payback back in january okay no, or, or in december the way back the, the way, way back i'm um, the way back i'm sorry what did i say the payback, payback. <laughs> oh, i'm payback. sorry where'd you get that from that's no gibson, gibson. <laughs> that's no gibson. The way back i'm sorry we actually did the the uh the cash or trailer trash for it um and we all gave it cash dude. nice yeah we all gave it cash we looked at the trailer and it looked freaking awesome first of all when it tells you that it tells you right off the back the director of a uh, fucking um warrior warrior yeah. and miracle i'm like you listen yeah you i'm listen. like i'm like okay i want to <laughs> and then you see affleck in there and i'm an affleck fan a lot of people give him shit but i i fucking love him. he's my batman yeah Sorry guys, that's but that's, funny. that's my favorite. Batman. I told you I was in the studio when they announced that he was going to be the new Batman. Mm. The people I was working with were like pissed off. They're like, "What, Ben Affleck?" And I was like, "Get over it." Like, uh, he's my he's my favorite Batman dude. I, you I know think, what? Yeah, he killed it. But you know he what's funny? It, huh? You know what's funny though? Ben Affleck to me when he was when he was uh, days and younger. Confused. Yeah, no, no. Well, yeah, or way <laughs> the, the the younger. Ben Affleck, for whatever reason, I didn't like him. Like, not that I didn't like him, I didn't care. I didn't care who he was. But as as time progressed, and, and like the first movie that I like, my God, this guy's fucking awesome was uh, the one he directed, Argo. Oh, Argo, oh, that was man. the first fucking well, movie. That like, was the best picture. Yeah. yeah, that was best picture that year. That was the second Oscar he yeah. won. From there on, I'm like, oh, I, I yeah. like his fucking shit. Dogma, except, except for Batman. Dogma. No, I thought he. Except for Batman. Dude, the Batman scenes <laughs> when he was Batman. I mean, I don't know if it was a stunt man. I don't know who the fuck he was inside <laughs> when he's in that warehouse just fucking shit up. Stunt man. That, that shit was <laughs> sorry. That dude. shit was badass. He made a badass uh John I'm um, John. I'm um, Wayne, um Bruce Wayne too, mm -hmm. dude. I mean, I liked him. I don't know why people give him shit again, but I thought he was But that's badass. what I'm saying, man. Like all that goes out the window. Like for me, that was fortunate enough to to work with him and the cast. Like he's just like the best guy I've ever met. Like super humble, super down to cool. earth, just roasting everybody on set. Cause we got super cool with them. Like we even uh after the the movie ended, like he just gave us like a heartfelt speech and he was like, Yo, here's my number. Like if you guys ever need anything. And we uh, just put him in the group chat. And then now he's like in our group chat with us. Like we, nice. Yeah, just like fucking around or just joking or, or whatever it is. But he's like the most humble and like the nice. best guy to be around. Yeah. And like it was a master class too to, to work with them because there's a scene where there's a heartfelt scene where we're in a huddle. And I think somebody was like messing around and then he had to, he had to like cry in the scene and he was just like, he was just like, yo. And we're just like, oh, 
Under the shit. Yeah. And just under to see cover. him how he gets like, right. like dialed in, and it just like tears just starts going down, and like yeah. we felt like it, it gave us goosebumps. Just well, dude, the speech. trailer, the trailer got us crying because he's he's uh, I'm not spoiling it. He was, yeah. he's playing the, he's alcoholic, right? Mm-hmm. Dude. Yeah. Dude, that fucking scene alone it really touched one of our our hosts. Yeah, our um, host, Melly. Melly. She was really like, oh, she cries for everything. Oh, well, I mean, I'm saying she was crying, <laughs> but she was really, she was really touched, Sam-ma-ma. like. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just a trailer. Yeah. That was just a trailer. Yeah, yeah. It, but it does look deep. It, I mean, it again, inspired us to. Uh, what was it? We we actually got a, a, a hotline for a number for right. the for alcoholic. Uh, yeah. Oh, alcoholic. nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, she she did that because she's like, you know what? Let's you know let's add that. Yeah. Nice, it. But uh, yeah, the, the trailer, like I said, we, we watched it and we're like, I was excited. I, my thing was like, fuck, we're in fucking November, September, and the shit's not coming out till March next yeah, year. Well, it was originally yeah. supposed to come out By in the way, October. It's coming out on my birthday. Is oh, it? Oh, That's oh, why oh. I, when I messaged you, I was like, I was like, I'm going to go watch this That's for my right. birthday. Like, this is my birthday present. We got to go. That's and right. And it's, it's makes it, obviously makes it a little bit more special because I know you and I think I've, I've known this guy for, we were just talking about this like two years, maybe yeah. almost. And or a little bit more. <laughs> just and just seeing his journey, I, I just feel blessed that he's here. But I feel blessed that I've seen your journey because we our first talk of when we first met, it was like one of those like, so what do you do type of thing? What yeah. do you do? You know, and and uh, I just sort of gave him like whatever advice I felt like I could I could I had. You know, being in the industry since I was like seven, I was just like, this is what I have. This is what I can give you. Yeah. But then seeing his journey after that and just how and you're this isn't just it. Like you're gonna go places, man. Like this isn't just it. Like it's not it's not just the way back. Yeah. It's not just on my block. This you're going further. Appreciate but it. just seeing your journey, it's just so inspiring. It is already so inspiring and motivating. Even to someone who's been in the industry for a while, it, it just you know, it's one of those like just don't stop. You know, if you're gonna fail at it, yeah, fail at something that you fucking love. That you love, yeah. And you're absolutely yeah. doing that. Damn, man, appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, man. Well, we gotta go see that for your birthday. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? I want to be in Mexico for my birthday. So, so you're hey. don't, no, no, there's no theaters in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't think it's coming out of Mexico just yet. All right. Well, um, but I will. I we'll see I'm gonna, for be, your I'm gonna be in a border city, so I will be in the U.S. the day it comes out. Make it a point to see it, and then I'm gonna be partying in Mexico for my birthday. Even if you did, huh? Your, your uncles, your family. <laughs> no, for real. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, and I'm definitely inviting. Uh, so where where I'm from, Calexico, um, it's in the U.S. And I have um, a lot of we teach. I teach theater down there. Nice. And with my best friend. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember too. Yeah, and so it's like we have all these alumni now that have graduated and are now 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. And so a lot of these kids, you know, hit me up still and they want to hang out. And I think for for my birthday for that Friday, March 6th, I really do want to do something with them. Um, and uh, I think we're all going to go see, uh, you know, this movie to, nice. to enjoy it and, and let nice. them know that, you know, that could be you up there someday. Yeah. And that, that's another thing too, man. Cause like, like you said, just watching, like I've only been doing this for not so long, but I've been blessed like with some pretty nice opportunities. And it's just like, you have to realize that like certain times, like they don't stay, like they come and go. Like, like right. I said, it's a wave, but you got to just keep, keep being consistent. And yeah. if it's really what you love. And it's like it's not like a, a sports career where you at thirty three you're old you have to retire. It's like right. you can do this. Yeah, shit right. Morgan Freeman's age or, or more, like you know. <laughs> well, so he started at fifty, I think. Yeah, he was like fifty when he started or something. Yeah. Well, con- you know, congratulations on that. That's Thank really you. super cool. Dude. Have you seen it? No, I'm actually gonna go see it tomorrow at uh, Warner Brothers. There's a cast and crew screening, and then the premiere is on Sunday. You go to nice. that? 
Yeah, I'm gonna take my mom. Very oh, nice. That's that awesome. is so cool. That yeah. is really cool. I told that my mom, cool. I told my mom today. She was just like, "What?" She was, she was like, "What?" She's like, "I gotta go get a dress." I'm like, well, "You better go because <laughs> send us a picture from the premiere, dude. Yeah, yeah. we'd love to see that. Yeah, we love to see. Sure. We'll post that, dude. I'll see you and your mom uh, from uh, um, from the red carpet up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's gonna cool. be my first like big like thing nice. like that so like just to that's exciting mom, man i'm that's glad for perfect you, date perfect date is your mom yeah exactly so it, it's it's insane and if you can sneak me in no no <laughs> <laughs> um anything else you're working on i know we're taking up your time with your with your with your payback you got Wait, um on on my block on my block yeah so that's actually coming out the week after that um um blessed and fortunate to be on season three that's a netflix show right netflix yeah on netflix and um yeah, that journey was crazy too. Like, shouts out to Lauren Lungerich, the show, our showrunner, and um, Eddie Gonzalez, Jeremy Haft. Um, yeah, so with this, damn, I don't even know what I can say about season three. What is that show about? That you- so it's about it's about uh, it, it follows. It's like a coming of age story. It's following a H- Hispanics and African Americans like their journey through LA mm-hmm. in like a comedy sense. But then it's it's it it hits home as well. Yeah. It's like it. it it's like a it's a dramedy right yeah so the way back comes out march 6th and then season three comes out of all my block comes out march 11th that's really cool man wednesday Very that's awesome. really cool yeah so it was a that was a pretty cool experience too. we'll have to make sure we follow that yeah um you also mentioned uh you mentioned earlier you have a clothing line or yes yeah so, so what's that about like what do you, what kind of clothes is it so it's it's streetwear so i started it when i was two years ago two years ago two three years ago and it's called not from this world and i just uh, Cause my first like actual job was working at a retail store for Tilly's, and just being inside there, that was like at all the jobs I've ever had. Like that was the best like corporate job that I've had. Um, just meeting new people every day, talking to them, um, influence them to buy this shirt or buy this shoe, and just like being like touching like the materials of the shirts or the hats or the shoes. Like that made me like I've always like liked to feel like if you if you feel good then if you if you look good you feel good and if you feel good you perform good so i've always like wanted to do that and incorporate that in my own brand and um just create a message behind it so the whole message behind not from this world is just be like i've been a person that i don't give a fuck about what people think about me like it can be like a hundred to one but i just really don't care like if i believe if i'm firm with my ideas i'm gonna go and run with it but if i fail oh well like i'd rather fail at things that i've done I'd rather regret the things that I've done than regret the things I haven't done. Yeah. Right. So I rather so that's why I wanted to start a clothing line just to like help motivate and inspire people. Just like don't you are your own person. Everybody else in this room is their own person. Just be that and don't try to copy anybody else. Just be you and that's how you'll be different. Like don't try to intentionally be different. Be yourself and that's how you'll be different. Very so, nice. And where do, where do people find it? Is, is it out yet or Yeah, yeah. So it's uh not from this world shop.com and then it's on the Instagram page at not from this world as well. Or you can click on the link on my bio and you'll find it too. And so is that where you buy it? Yeah, you can you can buy but it. But from there? The website, yeah. Okay, that's and for the cool. listeners out there, we're gonna have some we're gonna have the the uh, the links on the, the on links the, on, on the episode. On the episode so Perfect. that way they can find you there easily. Yeah, and then nice, we'll man. we'll throw them on our Facebook page too so we can so people can check that out. Nice man, appreciate it. No Thank man, you. thank you very much for being here. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. I uh, just want to remind everybody out there that we do have the Facebook page. So if you want to be part of the conversation over the movie uh, that we just talked about, which is uh, Nature Calls, or any, <laughs> or any other movie that we ever talked about, maybe you have a uh, maybe you have a question here for Herbert. Put it down. Let us know. Yeah. Um, also, guys, um, just so we know, we do have the Twitter. Victor handles that. So yeah. thank you that for much, very much for that, Victor. Yep. Uh, we also have the Instagram where you can follow us. Um, 
What are your Instagrams again? So uh, my personal Instagram is at Herbert Morales underscore, and then my brand is at Not From This World. Okay, and awesome. like I said, I'll put the links on the description so people can check that out. Also, guys, I just want to remind everybody out there: we do we do have the anchor page. So if you're a fan of the show and you want to support the show, you can do so by going down to uh, the, the anchor page, and uh, you can uh, donate uh, ninety nine cents, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine. Totally up to you guys. Whatever you do, we really appreciate it. Also, guys, if you uh, if you would like to, we also really appreciate if you uh, give the show a five star rating over at Apple Podcast. If you're listening through that, we're like Uber. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're like Uber. We want a five star. Even if review. you hate us, give us five, five star review. Five stars. <laughs> or the next show is going to be even worse. <laughs> <laughs> um. So y'all, and leave us a comment there too. We really appreciate us. That like I said, we that help us out with the algorithm and whatnot. Uh, it was a fun show. I learned a lot. Um, I'm really glad I met you. Um, I, Likewise. I hope that you get bigger and bigger parts, dude. Thank and you, then you man. come back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you come <laughs> back. Sure. And, oh, uh, gotta come back. back for it. Wait, we said something. For something the, you hadn't seen. Oh, Amores Perros. Amores oh, Amores Perros. 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 Yeah, right, dude. Man. Don't wait to be. Don't wait to get big. You, you could come down. <laughs> and, you could come down anytime, dude. It was no, a lot of fun. Where's that fucking the best scene in my life in that movie? Remember with the fucking dog. He goes, me la pagas. When he goes, tienes dos sopas. No le hace, tienes dos sopas. Me la pagas o me la pagas. Yo porque te le gusta pagando, güey. Ah, te vas a poner mamón. Yeah, dude. Amores perros. If you ever have time, dude, check it out. It's a really good movie. Actually, let us know what you do, and then we're going to have to come back down. All right, for sure. Come back down. One thing I did want to talk about before we leave. Yeah, go for it, dude. And we can probably edit this wherever you want to put it. But so just recently, last week, we have, there was an episode of there's a show called Mimo and Friends. And oh, that's it's, right. It's an animated show, and uh, it's really funny. It's for it's for children. It's for toddlers and under, and uh, it's on YouTube, Mimo and Friends. It's uh, basically animals. It, there's like a little monkey. There's a little elephant. An elephant. elephant a bear. A, a pig and a bear. Yeah. And they're all like in the ages of like between what, five and Five seven. and six. Some, yeah. yeah. And they're fucking adorable. And so I was... Uh, I was super honored to be uh, a guest character in this as nice. a <laughs> as right. a lion, uh, an alien, alien lion. No, alien and lion. the episode is called Galaxy Trek. Yeah, it's really short. It's about five five and a half minutes long. Yeah. Uh, all the episodes are really short. If you guys want, want to check them out, my favorite episode is mine, of course. But no, <laughs> the Lost Treasure of Pacoima. Yeah, <laughs> the Lost <laughs> Treasure of Pacoima is hilarious. As an adult, I watch this and I'm like, oh my god, it just it cracks me up yeah. because of how because what that's what a child thinks like like who you know whoever's writing this is amazing hey hey well hey. thank you uh, <laughs> thank you <laughs> but it's really great and um and i really did like my episode it was really funny um, yeah and so i just wanted to put put it out there we, had, we had so much fun recording that dude i was like man i wish i would have wrote more for this because when i yeah. originally started writing it I didn't know who I didn't think you were gonna be the that part. And once yeah. you came here and he did so good, man. This guy's just like boom, turns yeah. it on. And I'm like, fuck, damn, I should have wrote more for this character. Actually, you were trying to rewrite while I, I was, was there. trying to rewrite, but the but the other people had already left, the ones that recorded the other voices. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I can't have him interact unless he's just talking by himself. <laughs> so it was really a pleasure to to be to be a part of that 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 journey. Yeah. Well, the producer of the show really liked it and she really wanted like you to come oh, back for that, awesome. dude. She's awesome. She's great. And I I think I'm gonna Put it apart for you. Yeah, we're gonna, I'm gonna start it. writing for I'm you. Down. Down. Let's do it. Let's Let's do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just typecast me already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Unnecessarily, dude. We get enough typecasting out there. We gotta do it to I'm our kidding, own. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, fool. But yeah, so Cholito de Victor. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's great. I love that. He comes in a dirt bike. <laughs> 
What <laughs> Cholo's gonna come in in a dirt bike? <laughs> this one. <laughs> but oh, alright guys, uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, again, uh, Victor, thank you very much for doing the whole sound thing. You always make it sound really good. Robert, thank you again for bringing Herbert. Herbert. Oh, oh fuck. Herbert. 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 Sorry, dude. My <laughs> English. No, nah, you're just racist, dude. You want to call him like Jose. Jose. He's like, hey, follow him on his Instagram. <laughs> As I was saying, Robert, thank you for bringing Herbert here. Dude, it was a lot of fun. Can't wait to do this again. Thank you, man. Yeah. All right, guys. Bye, well, everybody. Have a good one. Good night. Thank you. Bye, Bye everybody.